0: Welcome back to Moving With Life, this is episode number 8. I am Andy Acosta, my friends Eddie Signs and Brian Lovenos will be joining me as well. Listeners, thanks for tuning in, thanks for lending us your ears for yet another week. Don't forget to subscribe, don't forget to leave reviews. We are on iTunes, Stitcher and SoundCloud. Please leave us your feedback, it is much appreciated. Episode 8 starts with First Impressions. I then give some brief health and exercise tips that you can start immediately. A lot of people feel like they don't have time. And I there's definitely a way to, besides making time, there's a way to get it done quick and efficient to where you see results. We then dive into our weeks, how our week went this past weekend, uh, finding the positive and all that. That led to asking for help. That led to knowledge and how knowledge is power, but it's only powerful if you use it. If it's just sitting in your brain and you're not using it, then it's just sitting there like a book on a shelf. Finally, we go over an X factor, and that X factor happens to be perspective. Sometimes things don't make sense, and when you're able to find that, that variable, when you're able to find that X factor to have things make sense, everything just seems to run more smoothly. So with that being said, here is Moving With Life. chickens (laughs)
1: chickens <laughs> that's awesome <laughs> sounds like farmville made a comeback yeah uh, not quite it's a lot it's a lot simpler but it's quite entertaining i actually never played farmville to be
2: honest i did for a little bit but i never even had a myspace well i had a myspace but like my friends had made it for
1: me but i never got on it for me the farmville thing it was like it was still only on on my computer so I remember me and Brendan had, like, some class first period, like, was it senior year or f- junior year or something? And he was uh, he would, like, I think he would bust out his phone and was like, damn it, like, I need to harvest my wheat right now. And we're, like, in first period. I was like, what the fuck? So, well, I'm going to bring up real quick uh, example today or
0: this week in school during substituting. Um, so, I substituted. Monday and Tuesday for the same kids but different classes so I did reading Monday and I did math Tuesday so Tuesday the teacher that I subbed for said to remind the kids that for one of course be on the best behavior there's open house at Tuesday night but then not to forget that on Wednesday they're going to be observed so they need to be on their best behavior so I was like my in my head I, I said why not have the bad kids behave bad because they're bad when there's no authority or or when like a principal's in t- in the class, because then that shows a principal what's really going on, you know. And then when okay, so you have the bad kids that every teacher knows about, but yet when the principal walks in, oh, the class is very well behaved. Well, that's fa- that's basically false information. Yep. And so that's what that's something that just came up to me that we were talking. You know, me and you were talking about this discrepancy at work that you're going through, and. And the first thing that I thought of, or second thing I thought of, was this uh, school scenario. And that happened, I feel like it happens so often. Like, oh, we're, and this, I think this happens in any industry. It's like, oh, the boss is in town, or um, the the district manager's coming down from Austin, or the re- regional manager coming down from Austin, or from corporate. You know, that's the big thing. It's like, oh, they're, they're coming down from corporate. So we got to make sure our, our reports are good, our, our in, in retail situation, you know, make sure we have everything stocked up in the store. Um I even went that in, in that's in the store, you know, when I was when I was working retail, you know, we're like, oh, make sure everything like, I mean having employees work until four or five o'clock in the morning because the DM's gonna be there at seven. So making sure everything was stocked up. And when in reality that was not the case. So then when numbers are failing every time the man the DM's not there or the region was not there, um, it comes up to, well, why? Well, because whenever you walk, whenever you show up, we we book we we schedule an extra forty hours in the week, you know, an extra forty hours of work to get this done for you. Right, uh, and so tying these three, you know, these three examples, it's like no, like there should be the correct information, whether it's red or green or whatever. Um, That's just my example that I have. I don't know if you have something, Eddie.
2: Well, uh, it just reminds me of uh, earlier last week when we had Fiesta Edinburgh, and we had a student from. Uh, UTRGV, like, filming us or whatever, doing some photography and some videography for a project for a class and whatever. So she's kind of following around. Super cool chick. Like, there's nothing against her, but I guess, like, she wants to come in at some point and capture some rehearsal footage. And she had made kind of more a joking comment, but a comment nonetheless that I was kind of like, eh, you know. as she came in and she was like, you know what, when I come in and and catch y'all's rehearsal, just make sure, like, you and the band members, like, you know, just... Everybody, you know, remind everyone to, you know, dress kind of appropriate, like dress nice, like dress, you know, dress decently. What? And I was just kind of like, well, I mean, we dress decently anyway. Like we don't practice, you know, in our underwear. <laughs> yeah, or nothing. I was going like, <laughs> like, 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 yeah.
0: Right. <laughs> well, like for,
2: decent? Yeah, like for one, we don't practice, you know, in our, in our underwear or anything. or We don't practice naked around each other. It's <laughs> so, like we're wearing clothes, one. It's like two is like one guy comes from, you know, Andy, you come from, uh, from nine round yeah, from, yeah. Uh, from, from training. Yeah. From work. Yeah. So you're obviously coming in like shorts and, <laughs> and, you know, still wearing your, your sweat and stuff and whatever. It's cool. It's whatever. I don't, I don't care.
0: Yeah. But, right. Right. Continue.
2: You know, like that's the way it is. But like, I just don't get why she wouldn't want like the real life thing. Right. Like this is what we look like when we rehearse. <laughs> yeah.
0: So when you told me that it's like dressed decently, you said you don't give a shit. I'm like, okay, that's cool. So I'm like, well, I wore my khaki shorts and, like, I wore my, my Jocko shirt, right, whatever. So that that that's how I was going to dress anyways. I wasn't going to wear a button up to, to, to <laughs> practice. I was not going <laughs> to. So it's like, oh, can you like, no, like, I've also dealt with that. Like, oh, can you dress a certain way for this? Like, okay, but, I mean, I give it to private event or, you know, I get those functions. But for practice, I'm like, I will, I mean, it's not good for my ego. Like, I will argue. <laughs> I will argue you. But I don't under. I mean, it's practice. We're in closed doors. We practice like this. You know, we practice for a reason. You know, to do to get work done, not worry about wardrobe and whatever.
2: It's kind of like sometimes at work too. Well, at work, I usually wear my Vans a lot. My Vans uh, mm -hmm, shoes, mm -hmm. right? Instead of like my lace ups or boots or whatever. And like sometimes I'll get a little bit of flack for like, oh, country boy, not so country now. He's all. Rock and rolls, <laughs> nah, dude. Like I just, I got like four hours of sleep, and I don't want to wear boots all day. <laughs> yeah. Like it's that's gonna get to my feet at some point. Yeah. Like I want to wear Vans. I want to be comfortable. Mm-hmm. You know. So it's like it's just a comfortable thing. They're super it's,
0: comfortable. Ah, oh, yeah, man. I love Vans. One, okay. This is this is also, I guess, kind of the same thing. So, at some point, I was gonna take this girl out, right? And I was like, "You need to wear, you need to wear pants and this <laughs> and that." I'm like, "I'm not gonna no, wear pants. I'm gonna probably wear my discipline <laughs> equals freedom shirt and some khakis and my 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 sneakers." Like. This is where a lot like this falsifying thing comes up because, like, right. you want to make a first impression, but yet your first impression is not who you really are. Yep. So then you go on the third day and you go in khakis and a t shirt, and like, oh, what's going on here? Like, and then their surprise is like, well, uh, yeah, because so that, that wasn't me. Yeah. You know,
1: I'm not comfortable in that. You know, and that's just me, but that's just an example that I had in my head that I wanted to mention. <laughs> when I drove my, my old little Chevy truck, mm. you well, you guys have seen it. Yes. When I when I drove that my favorite thing was picking up a girl in it and you know and she's cool with it. I was like, I don't care what you drive. Like, yeah. Man, I love that truck. <laughs> <laughs> I love it too. I remember going in that truck. Yeah. Hell yeah. Oh, um, yeah,
0: where do we go? We went to a concert we or went something Went to a concert right. in that truck. Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah. yeah, we went somewhere in a, yeah. it. Yeah. Just to
0: Palma for some show.
2: Something. But uh anyways, since you brought up the the date thing, like uh I remember um, the last girl I dated kind of seriously um, at one point, I think like in our third or fourth day, she's kind of like, so like, do you just like, like, like only wear contacts when you're performing? And I was like, you nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love wearing my fucking glasses, damn it. Cause contacts will irritate the shit out of me within four hours. Right, right, so right. So yeah, only when gigging and the rest of my time is spent wearing uh, my four eyes. So,
0: Man, dude, I, I only wear my glasses when I drive because I have, like, it's a restriction on my license. And that's like a pure fright of my eyesight getting worse. So I on, but I will say I honestly feel like I've been a good neutral since my last prescription, and my last prescription's been maybe at least five years ago. Dang. And I've been using the same glasses I've had them. They're in my car. And that, Those are the only glasses I wear, and I can see fine. I see fine with them. And whenever I don't, I don't wear them. Like I'm good to go. Like I, you know, everything I see is d- decent at least. Right. And usually, if I don't want to see it, I don't want to see it anyway, so it doesn't really, <laughs> <laughs> really matter. It doesn't really matter.
2: Is there ever a case, though, where it's okay to falsify
1: this kind of information?
0: Good question. Let's ponder on that. I, I like that
1: question. I want to say that there is, but I don't have a, an example. That's kind of how I'm feeling.
2: I'm feeling like, you know, there's some white lies where, yeah. you know, like those kind of things, but right. I feel like hmm. this maybe a little different.
0: Maybe. Uh, one question that was on the application when I signed up, to work at night round was how how uh, how often should you be late to work?
1: Mm.
0: And I put well you should never yeah. be late to work. Now there are exceptions if you're sick. Like dreadfully sick. Now I believe in the 24 hour rule. Calling in, like, hey, I'm sick tonight, I'm going to the doctor tomorrow, you know, bring a doctor excuse the following day. Now there are exceptions, but when the qu- I feel like the when the questions asked like that, I put well. You should never be late, but there are exceptions, and that's not what the but that's not what the original question is asking. So I put never, and like I'm at, I have yet to be late. I I feel like I've progressively gotten better about that, just because like I plan way ahead to make sure I'm on time, right. especially given traffic. You know, we with UTPA and whatnot. But um, going back to your question Eddie,
1: I think that that's a very good question, very good question. When you, if you should ever falsify. There was, a, there was one case that I heard of, like, recently where some, uh, I don't remember exactly what her position was, some lady at, like, MIT or Harvard or something, kind of like something to do with admissions. Mm-hmm. She had, like, been working there for, like, 20 years, and 20 years later, which was, you know, recently when I heard this story, they found out that she had lied about her education, that she... I heard about... Did you hear about it? Or no? Yes, 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 I, yes. she had she had lied about it, but she was like good at her job and working at you know one of the top universities in the country, and she had lied about her own education, therefore got fired. But like twenty years on the job already or plus, I forget how exactly how long it had been. But I'm not I'm not saying it's okay to falsify, but it that really was didn't, recent too, yeah.
0: right? That was like la- like late last year, yeah. Because I for sure it wasn't this year, but mm-hmm. I remember that story. I remember wa- hearing Same.
1: about it. Yeah. So I'm not saying it's okay to falsify it, but. What difference did it make? She was apparently had been successful at her job for twenty yeah, years. Yeah, she'd been successful, but uh, man, but how
0: is it? How okay when you find out this person is lying, and it's been so long. Like okay, now while she has been successful and maybe that's okay, but morally also, ethically also, is everything started with a lie? Right. So that's where it's, it's a t- I think that's a tough medium. That That's, a, oh man, it, it, that question got me. It's got me, you know, cause it got me thinking.
2: Have you guys ever falsified or, or I guess we keep saying like falsified like it's a fancy ordeal. <laughs> have you ever flat out lied like on a, on a first date? Like white lie or big lie or anything? Oh, man. Like what's the one thing that you totally put I, a wall up
0: interesting. on yourself? I feel like I have in the sense, of, not anymore. Like I feel like now, like I'm at my core now, I won't do it. And that pisses that that pisses more people off, which is interesting to me. But I feel like I've made things out to be bigger than they were for myself, like like egotist, yeah. egotizing myself, uh, like uh, egotis- stretching the truth a little. Yeah, bit. yeah, just yeah. Stre- yeah. stretch. That's better, way better. Stretching the truth. Eddie, Eddie got it. I think I've definitely um, done that. Uh, just
1: like, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, like oh, I can do fifteen push-ups and I can only do like ten. <laughs> that's all right. I can't do like three in a row. So. <laughs> but yeah, like. So yeah, not completely like flat out lied, but yeah. I think I have stretched the truth to make myself look a little more impressive.
2: See, not to dive in like too into the deep end here, but so uh, so listeners, when we got done recording last week's podcast, which is uh, now up, what's the title of it? I saw it earlier today and it's blinking on me. Give um, More. Give More. Yeah. Episode six? Seven? Seven. Six, seven. Awesome. Dang. Coming along a little bit. Anyway. We're on a roll. This is
0: eight, man. This is two months.
2: That's nuts. All right. Anyways, back to this. Um, so after we recorded that "Give More" episode, episode seven, I uh, texted the guys because I had totally just like entered this um, this little universe in my head of me- of like a memory bank, and so many things were just popping back to me. And I uh, I was talking to a friend of mine uh, that doesn't live here. She lives elsewhere, and. And I was, like, texting her. We talk a lot about music and stuff. You know, we're just trading off, like, hey, listen to this song, listen to this album or whatever. I think this is cool. You should listen to it. So I sent her this artist by the name of Andy Golihorn, who I had seen my senior year of college at an event that I did not want to be at. <laughs> I was, like, there um, for mandatory attendance for, um, like, for what we called convocation credit at mm-hmm. Belmont. So it was just, like, a mandatory thing to do before you graduate. So I stuck at this event and then heard this dude and his songs, and he blew my fucking mind away um, in the right. best way possible. Um, he's a Christian artist, but he's not about the feel-good, you know, throw-your-hands-up-in-the-air-and-praise-Jesus-everything's-awesome kind of thing. He's very um, sad. <laughs> he's, but he's very real in that sense. Like None of his songs are really happy. They're all just about people that struggle with their faith. And, and I dig the reality of that because I think that's a, a super real thing that's hardly ever talked about, especially in the Christian music industry. It's hardly ever addressed, in my opinion. Yep. And so I had remembered this artist sending this info to this friend, and then I remembered this song by Andy Golahorn called I Will, and I sent it to Andy and Brian and, um, and was just talking about my whole experience with that song. And every verse and every line of that song is just um like nuts, man, and it it drives me crazy and um I feel like I'm, I feel like I'm totally talking about the wrong song here listen to i will also <laughs> listen to, also fair, fair, fair. listen to a song by him called "I haven't either and um there's this one line in there this' one verse in there he puts like um like where you're basically like talking to a friend and have you ever like exaggerated the truth just to make your friends a little more impressed? And then his spin is I haven't either. I haven't either. But he's joking, like he has done it, you know. He's just trying not to be weird, like, oh I haven't Yeah, I haven't yeah. either. That's weird. Yeah. yeah. You know, but it's just such a real song, man. Just real stuff. And I feel like I definitely exaggerate like truth with friends and like on dates and kinda like how you guys were saying, like stretching the truth to make it seem like a grander thing than it actually really is, you know? I can't say the one thing I've never done is, like, tell, like, a flat-out lie. Like, I guess, like, a flat-out lie would be, like, um, you know, like, I benched 250 (laughs) or or something like that.
1: That's not even, like, stretching the truth a little bit? (laughs) (laughs) No. Uh,
2: I benched the bar. (laughs) Hey,
0: the bar's good. The bar's good. I I don't work out. I don't work out. Somehow, some way, I, I will. get you. We can move forward.
2: Uh, I I really need to for health reasons and you know benefits and all that and you know just staying in shape and not wanting to end up like you know uh, my ancestral line, there overweight and bald. Not that that will help well, anything with the baldness, but
0: right, right. Well, yeah. I mean, you you're at a you're at a wall. You're at a, maybe a stop there, but a good transition here. Um, I had a client today. She she just started a few weeks ago and she's she's. Her and her friend signed up together because they needed each other to encourage each other to then go out and work out. Well, as now we're about a month in and they're progressing. Well, now their schedules are conflicting. They're not able to get to the gym at the same time. Mm-hmm. So today, I was like, hey, where's your friend? You know, And she's like, oh, she'll be here later. Like She gets out of work at 4, so she'll be here after 4. I'm like, oh, okay, that makes sense. Because they're usually consistently there about 4.15, 4.20. Well, in this case... This girl, she came in, like, at 3.30. I'm like, hey, like, you're early. You're early compared to normal. She's early compared to normal. She normally arrives. She's like, yeah. She's like, she's like, I just know that if I don't come right now, if I don't get here right now, uh, I will, I'll go home. And she's like, I was going from work. She was going from work to the gym. And she's like, that. she was fighting her head. Like, she was fighting herself with just making the drive to the gym. Right. And I was like, okay. I'm like, that's fair. I'm like, I, I completely understand. I do that every day with my own stuff, right? And, uh. And I'm like okay. I'm like that makes sense. I'm like well at least you know that your friend's gonna come. Like you know not you know she's gonna come on her own because a few days that that person A's been busy, person B has been now showing up on her own, because person B always wanted to. Um, like oh I won't go if if person A isn't there, and it's like well no like like you know the environment's fine you know like there's other people here you know you know just come get a workout and you're in and out. It's 30 minutes. You're in and out. So then, when I brought it to the realization for person A, she's like, "Oh, she's like that's true." Like, so I'm like, "So then your schedules are are uh, are conflicting." But what's still keeping you from from getting here on your own? She's like, "Well, the motivation." And I was like, "Okay." I'm like, "Okay, that's that's fair." Some the most people don't achieve goals because of lack of incentives. That's been a common research, and like where they find that if your incentive isn't big enough, then and your purpose right? to me I tied in with purpose and value right so but incentives alone if you don't have enough incentive to do something you're not going to get it done or you're not going to follow through with it and so she said that her son said and she says that her son's not like he's not fat like he's actually in pretty good shape he's in school still he's pretty he's fairly young but that he's coming home and saying he's fat when he's not and so it seems like it's like a bullying thing however she she made a she made it comical. She's that her that her son told her like, "Hey, mom, you you need to lose weight. Like you're you're big." <laughs> so oh, she yeah. made it comical. Like, right. but I'm like, I'm like, okay, so what's 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 not mo- mo- what's not more motivating than your child saying, "Hey, mom, you know, go go work out." That's funny. I mean, that it's it's all it's borderline rude. <laughs> you know, like yeah. you should say that to your mom, but right, right, exactly. That, that I'm thinking the same thing. So I'm like, well, oh, that's fair. But so I'm like, what's the problem? She's like, I, she's she just. She, sometimes, really, it's that hard for her. So then, I was like, think about it this way. I'm like, my favorite example is the airplane example. And the airplane example is when the oxygen masks get released, you put yours on first, then you help the, those around you. Right. So, I said, think about it. This is your oxygen mask. I'm like, this helps you prolong life for yourself. Just being healthy, eating well, and exercising. You need even if it's 30 minutes, she's like, I know. And she's like, that's what she loves about nine round is that it's only 30 minutes. I'm like, okay, then you're, you're just walking in the door. All I need you is walking in the door. I'll help you with 20, like 50% is walking in. 25% is me motivating. The other 25 is her finishing and doing a good job, right? Doing for herself. I'm like, if your children are saying like, you need to let that be very personal to you and say, this is more important than my brain telling me I shouldn't, I don't feel like working out today. Um... So that, that was just an example that I had as far as, as far as a uh, motivation. I forgot how we got into this, but um, uh, how do we get into this? <laughs> I can I can cross now out. was oh, about
1: health. Eddie was talking about. Oh yeah. sorry, sorry. Yes, yeah, so
0: so Eddie yeah, Eddie Eddie as far as working out, and uh, so what I, what I can tell you, Eddie, is you need to find an incentive that's near and dear. That will it beats all.
1: Every bald man is better looking in shape than out of shape.
0: Boom.
2: <laughs> no, the real one would have to be not to get diabetes. My mom is diabetic, and so that's something that's, uh, that I'm very prone to because of. She right. became diabetic, uh, diabetic? diabetic mm-hmm. while, um, while she was pregnant with me. Mm. So, um, yeah, that's, that's going to be a well, real issue to, for
0: to, me. To be near and dear with you is that like my parents are kind of going through the same thing right now. And like they're already in their ladder you know ladder stage right so uh well, not ladder just later stages right of life so my mom's dealing with that now so that's why I mean of course she's on her grind now she's you know cool thing that I'm gonna mention is she's doing burpees she's walking she's running you know she's she's doing stairs at the park like uh, freaking pumps me up and like it's it's just good so Eddie if you can find if you know that you need to let that be so close to your heart that you have that, use that as your incentive to just better yourself.
2: Yeah, and it's funny, you bring up the example of, you know, one person at, the, at nine round not wanting to go because, uh, you know, her friend wasn't going. Mm-hmm. Totally, totally been there with more than just going to the gym. Um, the gym, for me, can kind of honestly be an intimidating thing, just because I'm a very scrawny guy who, like I said, I lift the bench. So, <laughs> yeah, the bar. Or not the bench, the, the bar. bar. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the, the bench yeah, would maybe be kind a of old. impressive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> The bench would be a little more impressive. Um, but, yeah, lifting the bar. And uh, that's honestly just where my skill level's at, man. I mean, I, I mean, I joke with just the bar thing. You know, I can put a bit on each side and, and kind of get it going. But, yeah. um, you know, I can do squats all day. My legs are in great fucking shape from running. You know, I can do cardio all fucking day. Like, no yeah. one's business. But when it comes to actually, like, you know, um, working on, you know, biceps, triceps, and yeah. arms and that kind of thing, it's just forget it. Uh,
0: I'll, put the exam- I'll put this example out for you and for those listening. Uh, kettlebells. Get a kettlebell. Get a twenty-pound kettlebell. Start with both hands, hanging the kettlebell, swing it a hundred times a week, twenty times a day, maybe. That's nothing. Yeah, exactly. I can do more than that. It takes it takes what uh what I was gonna say is like it takes um uh, takes a little time to get used to it because I, I would w- you Eddie I'd want to work on your technique so to make sure you're not gonna hurt your back because you're you're the swings I'm doing I mean you're. You bring the kettlebell down to your ankles and you lift it over your head. There's a there's a quote unquote like proper technique that I see on like YouTube and like I've seen it. even at the gym, we have like a little poster thing and I, I see the way he's doing it and like, okay, I can see that, but I found a way where you won't get hurt, you'll still increase your like flexibility, musculature, and endurance through like a full it, this is a full body. So you get squats, you get arms, tries, buys, everything in kettlebell swings. So um, that's something I'll tell you, Eddie, and for people listening, like you get a kettlebell 20 pounds, start with two hands, do a hundred a week for about a month. Then you increase it to 35 pounds. And then you, you really can go as high as you can. My max, like right now I'm, I'm doing 25s. I'm doing like 35 pound kettlebells, um, comfortably. But for me, it's just, it's the, now in my stage of, of study, I guess, is just maintaining my endurance. You know, making sure I can go jujitsu comfortably, making sure I can st- I can live my day comfortably. You know, playing shows, I can maximize my shows. I can maximize whatever I'm doing at the time. Um, so that's really, but that goes back to kettlebells. You, yeah. know? And you, you can do that. I mean, and that, like I said, you get a full body workout uh, whenever I'm with Brian. Sometimes I'll sometimes I'll pair up with somebody just so I can start early. And all I do while that person's on the station, all I do is kettlebells and burpees. So I do 10 kettlebell swings, 10 burpees, and I just do that for three minutes, and I just going to like burnout basically
2: damn well i mean i'm i'm totally used to the kettlebell thing i mean i used to go work out at a um i don't want to say like a gym but i mean like kind of like a similar to nine round but minus the um kickbox um concentration yeah. so i mean yeah. just like a regular gym with like a master class kind of thing where you know 20 people come in for the hour and then you mm-hmm. do your your stations and your rotations your 90 second intervals and all that okay so, I mean, I was doing that, but I was doing that with a with a friend of ours. Mm. Um, uh, are we saying names now? Is that a thing? Yeah, yeah. Is well, first cool? names. First name. Oh, wait, first name. First name. Wait, well, I used to go with our buddy Kyle. Yeah,
0: yeah. So, oh, yeah. you met Dynamic?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I used to go to Dynamic Fitness Academy with Kyle. And um, so he was going there, and I would kind of just tag along, and quite honestly, and they were super fucking cool about this, I didn't pay anything to go to that gym. <laughs> there you it, go. So long as I was kind of tagging along with Kyle. So on days Kyle couldn't go, I'm like... Okay, well, I guess I'm not going. So, <laughs> or, um, or Kyle would go back to uh, uh, back up north to school and I'd be like, okay, now I'm really not going. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, I really can't go. Sure and, go. Uh, and I've been like telling myself I was like, oh, like I really need to get back there because like man, when I was going and we were consistently going five days a week Dang, for, yeah, we were doing that five days a week, we did that, at least for me, Kyle way more. and Kyle's like ripped now. so it's like nuts. But um, for him, cause we kind of have like we kind of have the same body type I was when saying, we're same not. Same body type, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we're when used we're not to? working out. <laughs> used to, yeah. And uh, he fixed his. But anyway, um, so for me, as going consistently with Kyle five days a week for maybe like three months, I was in the best shape I've ever fucking been in. It takes three months. The best shape.
0: It takes three months to. It takes two months for your body to start adjusting to the the chemistry, and then the third month is pretty much all you just. Boom, going, being able to go all out, basically.
2: And not only that, but I started to eat right too. It wasn't like eating junk, you know. Like I'd go to mm. i go to the restaurant with the family and order grilled chicken, mm. you know, just get get the the actually good protein, yeah, yeah. not yeah. the not the fried shit. <laughs> yeah, uh, no fried. As good as that fried oh, yeah. shit is. That's funny. <laughs> I the know today fried shit. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it might as well be. So to, yeah, today I, there was a client. And she has this... She, she always wears the best, like, gym shirt. She has, like, these cliché, like, little sayings and stuff. Mm, yeah. But the, the one she had today says, I cut my carbs, and it's a fucking pizza slicer. <laughs> <laughs> it was the I've fun, like, that. that made my day. Like, uh, those are the little things that make my day. Because I'm like, I'm like, you cut your carbs. I'm like, I don't understand. I play stupid, right? I'm like, I don't understand. It's like, pizza, duh. I was like, oh, Jesus. It's like, it's too funny. To me, it's too funny. It's too good to... Um, not laugh and that's one thing that I'm trying to deal with myself is to not take yourself so seriously uh, constantly you know I feel like I okay I do feel like you should be serious 90% of the time that's my that's my proportion mm-hmm. and 10% you know just let loose but for me so far I feel like adjusting to that like it just it has allowed me also to just Go 90%, 90%, you know, 90% of the time. And then 10% of the time, I can, you know, I, I do take a breather now compared to even a few months ago where uh, it's kind of built up to even this month, you know, me and Brian have talked about different things that just built up even outside this podcast where now it's like, okay, hey, okay, you can, you know, we can take a, just a breath, you know, even if it's 24 hours, like just take a breath and keep going.
2: Mm-hmm. For the record, just let it be known in some public form or fashion here on this podcast. That I totally returned the favor for those, uh, for those awesome gym trainers that let me work out at their place for essentially free. Oh,
0: nice. But
2: uh, no, like, I totally like gave them like koozies, like my koozies, my merch, and mm-hmm. like CDs, and whenever I think we opened up for Toby Keith that year.
0: Okay, that's in the summer.
2: Yeah, I was in the summer, and yeah. the City of Far thing is yeah. the big festival. It yeah, p- was Hubfest. so fucking hot that day. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Hubfest. Hubfest. yeah. Um. Yeah. Toby Keith and Jack Ingram opened up for them, and I hooked them up with tickets. Oh, nice. So, yeah. yeah. That's awesome. no, I tot- that's cool. totally would try to return the favor whenever I could. I'm not a
0: little shit. <laughs> <laughs> he, he promises. <laughs> Promise. <laughs> that's good. That's good. Um. How How were your guys weeks? I want. I want to kind of get back to this week. Or you oh know, h- how was man. your week this week? And and while maybe there's been some maybe bumps in the in the week, what's something positive that's happened this week for you guys? I
2: got a piece of sound equipment that I've been meaning to get for months. What was it? I know that's not the example you're looking for, but... oh <laughs> well, no, no, well, the, uh, <laughs> no,
0: I have no limitation. I'm just...
2: Well, I can come up with something <laughs> Whatever makes okay. you happy. <laughs> well, this definitely makes me happy because... Okay, so um, let me just break this down really quick. So for people listening that maybe do not understand um, sound recording or um, live sound technologies, so we have sound boards, right, that interpret what you're putting in, and then they send it back out through speakers for mass audiences to hear, okay? So that's what the soundboard does, all right? So I have a four-channel soundboard, which means you can plug in four things into it. Like, I can plug in two voices and two guitars, maybe, if I wanted to, but then I'm out of space, right? So that's mainly for small things, like acoustic gigs, all right, where it's just maybe me and a guitar, or, you know, me and Andy doing both guitar and voice, right? And uh, then I have our 16-channel board uh, that has a lot more options. It's a little bit more expensive, uh, you know, more pricey. It does a lot, you know, more cooler things for the live sound. It's 16 channels, so that's more like for a full band setting where I've got to put like five mics on drums and a mic on, you know, a guitar amp and a whole bunch of shit, right? So for the one for the four-channel, this little Behringer four-channel mixer, um, we used it for a gig one time that was outdoors, and uh, my power supply for that burnt out because it was so hot outside, and it was just kind of in the sun, and I forgot to cover it or, or Yeah, well, it just
0: where it ended up. yeah, And then, and then it was, we're outside, so the sun was moving too, so it's not like you know it could have been out of the sun, been in the sun at yeah. a different point.
2: Yeah, and so this is by, made by a company called Behringer, and they make very uh, unique power supplies, unique to their things. So it's not like I can just go to Walmart and buy like a 9-volt, you know, plug-in or a 12-volt plug-in or whatever. You know, like this takes its own unique thing. And local music shops don't carry these uh, power adapters by themselves, so I had to eBay it or or not eBay, Amazon. Amazon Amazon primed it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, that made me extremely happy because now um, I've been practicing at home more with monitors, um, so I'm practicing as I would in a live situation um, and not just, you know, unplugged. You know, so I'm plugging in and practicing with my you know, with my stuff running through monitors facing up at me, so it's more realistic to a live full band setting. So that's how I've been practicing lately. And so now I don't have to pull out my whole arrangement of 16 channel board and uh, all the extra cables and all that, you know, shit that I've got to take apart to set that up. <laughs> now I can just use this portable little 4 channel mixer and with the new power adapter and just get that running and set up and taken down within a span of 10 minutes. I 10 max. minutes. Yeah, 10 minute breakdown you know? of the setup. <clears throat> so that made me happy because Good. overall it minimized my time, my waste of time, pretty mm-hmm. much. You're,
0: you know? Well, you were able to allocate more time to mm-hmm. the actual work rather than the setup, which, you know, it's like being on the road. You know, we, we can't do anything until, we, you know, even if we fly, even if we flew to a show, we still have, you know, that time that we're not, you know, we're just chilling, you know. Yeah.
2: Waiting. Another thing that made me happy, a more substantial thing, that's kind of more of a, um, I guess, a, a physical um what's the word i'm looking for here uh materialistic kind of thing kind of happiness you know um one thing that really made me happy is i have not had time between the last few weeks with how busy i've been i just haven't had time to really write and yesterday i finally sat down and really dug in and it took me a bit to get going it's kind of like it's not the same as getting back on the bike for me it took a little bit but um you know, like, I eventually got there uh, within a span of, like, three or four hours, had a song done. And I was like, good, finally, like, end of drought. Awesome. You know? Yeah. And it was something I was actually really proud of. I, I think I'll have to go back and, you know, change the uh, the melody. It seemed kind of closely related to a melody that I've used a couple a couple of songs ago. Yeah. So, you know, but that's that's kind of, for me, that's easier to do. It's easier to go back and edit the melody and the lyrics once I've just kind of got the foundation down, you know? can just kind of go back and and take apart the walls, keep the foundation, and just kind of rebuild up. Yeah. So um, it's and, really not that bad. And I'll
0: say, from my perspective, you do that so well. I, I think I know what song you're talking about because we went over it a little bit. Or you usually show us. Uh, uh, yeah, like, I wanted to show, to show you guys. Piece? Okay, yeah. yeah. When you show us and you're like, oh, I, I might need to change the melody because it's similar to this other song. And I'm like, yeah, because that's what Eddie does. He's able to just... I can keep the lyric and change the melody only. You know, like that, I don't. Know, from my perspective, that's cool because that's not something I do. You know, I play music. You know, I, I have my own thing that I do, right? You know, and r- with telling, running sound and stuff. I I enjoy that stuff. The way you enjoy, you know, the way writing. I mean, that's that's what you do. That that's that's period. That's what yeah. you do.
2: But it felt good to just complete a fucking song, to actually complete one and not just jot an idea down on my phone mm. or a title down on my phone or a melody recorded into the voice memo app of my phone. You know, it felt good to finally just flush something out. And what's hilarious is that it was a happy fucking song overall. <laughs> like it wasn't oh, a Oh, interesting. Yeah, it wasn't That's unique for you. Yeah, a little bit. Um <laughs> it 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 wasn't a depressing or um or a serious subject matter. Um you know, it was kind of just like a happy thing. Like it, it, the song was just ended up pretty much being about like you know, I'm a broken person. Like we're all kind of broken, mm-hmm. but like we kind of repair once we find, you know, that that special person. You know, that significant other that really balances it out. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so it's kind of more just about accepting each other for who we are as broken people.
0: Ooh, I you like know? that telling that yeah broken people. Uh, one thing I saw a Tony Robbins video earlier today. I didn't finish watching it, but I got a glimpse of it, and he it it actually had to do with relationships, and he says. You know, in the beginning, for the most part, you would do anything for that other person. Like, hey, can you take out the trash? Oh yeah, absolutely, I'll take out the trash. And then, like, two months later, two years later, two decades later. That, that's the that's the way that's the span he used. You know, two years and whatever. Right. And uh, and so two. Let's say let's say two years later it's like take out the trash. Like, who am I? Like, am I the garbage man? And when, like when when that dynamic changes, what like he he didn't necessarily bring up the why, but that's a question that has you know it's yet to be answered, but it's like man, it's so true. Like you see that happen, yeah. and it and like it that honestly uh, makes a piece of me just depressed or sad at least at the very least sad because like I don't I wouldn't want that to yeah happen. I
1: personally do not want that to happen, yeah. and that's why I feel like even now if it's not if I we've talked about hell yes yeah well yeah. if if this person isn't a hell yeah off the bat like I kind of. Don't really bother. Yeah. but same, same. Because I'm afraid that, you know, I'm not interested enough to take out the mm-hmm. trash two... Yeah, in two years. Two That's years like two later, years, yeah. yeah. Right, right.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, and then he says, you know, you need to find that person that you're willing to do everything for. And not look for... Not look for something in return. You know, like... And this is kind of like pushing, like, stuff we've been, like, kind of thinking about. Where it's a two-way street. He's like, it shouldn't be that right. either. And there, I feel like there's a heavy dichotomy there. Because... That other person – because he, he, somehow he still tells him where that other person should care about you as much as you care about them. But he says, for your own sake, it shouldn't be about what you're going to get in return. It should just be – you should just give, 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 which we talked about that last week, you know, with value right. and stuff like that. So that's why I guess it, it stuck in my head. Um, So yeah, it's going back to Eddie's song where, you know, that relationship where, you know, you finally find that happy person. That it's, balance. It's very interesting, and it's one I feel we have yet to, to, I guess – not fulfilled, but just experience, maybe. Getting me all
2: sad thinking about <laughs> the only person that I've ever pretty much felt that way for. So, I've honestly only ever felt that way one time. Like, with one girl where I would really go to the end of the earth and back for her. Like, through hell and back, through yeah. thick and thin, in between, everything for this chick. Yeah. But, yeah.
0: I know, and this is something I've, I've, come over, I've gone over in my head, and I think I told Brian, but... Over the course of maybe the past two years, like, I do look forward to being that with that, per- you know, the person that I find. Like, I, I look forward to that future. I look forward to that future. Whenever it may be, you know, I I foresee it. I just don't know when. But I know it's going to be, you know, I know it will be good, you know. Uh, one thing that I've, I don't know if I told my mom or probably both. But as far as, like, dealing with bullshit, like, I probably won't. Yeah. <laughs> I'm letting everybody you know, like, whoever, like, out there, like, listen, like, yeah, I it's hard to deal with bullshit because it's like, we don't have time to be bullshitting. I mean, that's my perspective and maybe that leads me to be single for the rest of my life but it's like, okay, like I, I don't want to waste your time. You shouldn't want to waste my time either.
2: Expand on what the bullshit is.
0: <laughs> mm. Let me, let me, let me track back. Leading
1: um, the toilet seat up.
2: <laughs> well, do you mean the for bullshit me? of meeting people? like Like, no. meeting potential? Okay, you're talking about within the yeah. relationship happening already. Like,
0: if a person, okay, if, if a female knows that I go to jujitsu, if a person knows that, you know, honestly, God willing, that we're doing this podcast in, in, in a few years, and it's a thing, it's it's just it's part of our routine, then it's part of like what I do, because you know, it's it's I hope to spread knowledge. I, I'm gonna get into knowledge. I need to, let me write this down. So I'm gonna get into knowledge in a second because I I know I brought it up at practice uh, earlier this week. But if a person knows that I'm doing something and I and I hope that I, if I come off pure and show that I really care about what I'm doing, then you shouldn't want to stop me from doing that or you shouldn't make me feel guilty for then needing to do this because this is part of my week this is part of my schedule to then help everybody you know and and like I feel like I would be fair in the sense like, hey, like, let's do something to like, hey, Eddie, sorry, can I have this weekend off? You know, like, 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 given that example, you know, like, hey, can I please have this weekend off? You know, like, we've gone, let's say we've gone three months straight of gigging or whatever. Like, hey, man, can I potentially, you know, potentially. Now, uh, tying careers, well, it, that'd be kind of hard for me, too, because as of right now, I mean, music is number one. Everything revolves around my music schedule, Wednesdays and then the weekends, depending on what we're doing. Um, and even if I pick up a last minute gig from a, from a band, they has, ask me to sit in. Even that, you know, that that really uh, is prioritized over a lot of things. Um, So I guess that's not okay. I guess I shouldn't use bullshit, but those are the type of examples that if a person goes into meeting worth, like let's say we go on a date and they have at least uh, some insight to what I already to what I already do, you know, I wouldn't want that other person to then break their schedule from what they already do. If it's good, now okay. Let's say I'm trying to think. Let's say it's something that's 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 uh, not derogatory. What's what's the word like? uh, Detrimental. 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 So let's say it's something detrimental to their health or detrimental to their mental health or mental and physical. Right. Just something that's like that. Okay, that's to me. That's just it's not acceptable. It's not. But that's me. Now I try. I will try to cope with that, and realize like you know this person is also a human being, but. I I won't put up with it for myself. I I won't. It's
2: fair. And I know what you're getting at and and um totally see it happen with some of our friends, um especially music friends, mm-hmm. yeah. see girlfriends get get mad a lot. Yeah. That's not uncommon. And
0: and and I get the initial maybe the initial emotion of being mad, but for those that know us, we've been musicians for our whole lives, essentially. And now we're just putting it to work, right? So, it's like, okay, well, that, this, this, you went into this knowing, that's one thing that boggles my mind is when I see people, this is in general, let's say someone is a manager at some branch of any industry, so that person probably works, let's say 60 hours a week, 50, 60 hours a week, because he's a manager or she's a manager and they care about the job, they love their job, they love what they're doing. And yet, their spouse is making them feel guilty for that and it's like wh- i don't understand the why i mean, I, and i i honestly i don't really want to because i want everybody to be fulfilled now it's if it's going to get in the way of your happiness then you need to find a different perspective you need to you need to move on move on i mean it's it's kind of sucks to say because i feel like i've met people now that are in that situation maybe they're married so they feel like oh they just, they just have to deal with it and I'm 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 at a loss there because I'm not married. I'm not, I don't even have I don't even have you know a girlfriend, so I'm at a loss, and that's where I basically got to stop talking because obviously they're not, they're, gonna, they're not going to make a change. But you can't blame them because they're married. And matrimony is an important thing. I I don't disagree. It's just at the stage I'm at with my personal life, it's it's very it's almost you know second to none.
2: I feel like it definitely comes from a good place though. It could, it could come from a way worse place. It could be like. You know, like, let's say, hypothetically, you're mu- I mean you're a musician, that's mm-hmm. a real thing. Let's say, hypothetically, you have a girlfriend, and uh, she starts bickering with you, like, you know, about the music career thing, and, like, yeah, I hate not seeing you on the weekends, and you're always gone to rehearsal, and you never have time. Like, that's kind of coming from a good place, though, because she wants to see you, she mm-hmm. cares right, about you. absolutely. And so w- what about the ones, like, with the bad place, though, where it's like, music is stupid. Why did you waste your time doing this? <laughs> that's an
0: in- <I'm> like, <laughs> interesting example, because that's so true, too. It's that like, happens, too. And it's yeah. like... Music is not a career. It's like bullshit. I make money. If I pay taxes, I'm. I'm. It's. It's very much career. Maybe it's not where you think it should be. Right. You know, where you. You only see the rock stars on mainstream television, but no, it, my, and that's my argument because I've heard. I mean, mostly from older people, but they're like, yeah, music's not a career, or whatever. And even relative, older relatives and I was like, if I pay taxes, it's very much career. And it's like anything, and like even uh, I forgot. What, I had. I was doing something else at some point. And someone told me, "Oh, that's that's not like quote unquote a real job." I'm like, "Bullshit! I pay taxes. As long as I'm sending that that income tax form, you know, to the IRS or whatever, however that works, I don't even care. Um, however that works, then I'm it's very much part of my work if it provides income for my for me for myself."
2: There you go. There you have it. <laughs> I don't know. It's uh, I think it's something that's workable though. Absolutely. like, Because like I said, most of the time, at least I feel like it's most of the time, it comes from a good place because they care about you, they want you around, you're significant others to each other for a reason.
0: Right, right. Absolutely. Right,
2: You know, you enjoy spending your time with each other and your majority of your time with each other. Um, but yeah, like I mean, you were, you were saying earlier, it goes back to you got to know what you're getting into before. Yeah. And I know that's. You gotta take that with a grain of salt because you never really do know until you're in it.
0: Exactly. I've I've heard that exact answer, and and I didn't. I I guess I heard it. Didn't quite understand it, but I was just getting a glimpse of like the understanding of that that what you just said.
2: You know, like, it always baffles me when some girls like, oh, I, I love that you're a musician. That's awesome. You're not like a normal like person. <laughs> yeah. You don't go to your nine to five and like you're not miserable. It's yeah. like so you think, uh, but. <laughs> No, there's times where I hate my freaking life and my job too. But um every time we play Neon Moon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Not every time, but most times. Um you know, it's, it's just a joke, but it's real. It's anyway. Not a joke. It's, <laughs> <laughs> it's, <laughs> I'm like trying to salvage it, but it's totally not <laughs> a joke. Um but you know, like it always baffles me when like girls say something similar to that, or you know, just like that. And I'm just kind of they're like, okay, you say that now, and then tomorrow I'm totally not gonna text you back because I'm busy writing a song. And will you understand? Yeah, we'll see.
0: And and like, like that stuff, like you know, like lately this week and last week too. You know, I've I've made it a point because I'm transitioning my my daily my daily schedule um, as I I feel like I found a good. Way to mitigate editing the podcast and not spending you know twelve to fifteen hours editing the podcast. So I've made it a point now to start my day with playing guitar for an hour, like just sitting down and playing. Whether it's going over originals or like in th- in this in this week's case, you know, going over uh, the couple songs that we went over this weekend or today. Uh, so I made a point to just do that. Now everybody's like, "Oh, why are you up so early?" Because I'm because I'm I'm practicing. You know, I, I need to practice. It's like. Oh, and there now there's also the answer you get is like, well, why do you practice? Like you already have a job, you already get work or you're already, you're already good. Yeah, but like I want to be, I mean, I guess I, naturally I want to be better. But also right. I just, I just know how, how much I'll mess up if I don't go over the material, you know. And even some of the material that I should know, like the back of my hand and we've played it a thousand times and I still miss something. Because either at that moment, my mind slips and I get, I get lost in my head. Like, not in the song, but in my head. Like I'm, I mm-hmm. kind of drift away. And by the time I realize, like, my cue, I miss it, you know. And so, different like that. So tying back into what you were saying as far as, you know, a significant understanding of that, it's like, okay, if, now let's make it a step further. Now, let's say we get a place together. I get up at 5.30 every morning, at least at 5.30. I've, I've gone down an hour because I've been going to sleep till late. I go to sleep at midnight, 1 o'clock in the morning. So I've, I've now shifted my time to, instead of 4.30. It's 5.30 because I just get the extra hour of, you know, I sleep. I've been just basically just killing myself, killing myself mentally. But now I get up at 5.30 and I play guitar for an hour. You know, would they, if, if I'm doing, let's say I'm doing that at that moment. Or if I'm in that mindset that's what I'm doing. You know, sometimes like before, I mean, previous to this month, uh, I was reading. So let's say the first thing I'm doing, I'm going to read for an hour. Okay, would they be understanding of that, you know? Um, I don't know too, and it's like I said, it's hard because I'm I'm going back to the Tony Robbins things where he said you should give, 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 and I get that because I, I feel like I'm I am giving to everything else. It's just that when it comes to two people, I feel like it's a very hard medium that should be understood, and it's I mean, it's something that you can't understand until you get into it and you realize who you you who each of you are, you know.
1: I think also like one thing to consider, and this is completely rhetorical um but think of your current routine your current situation now and that person has to understand you know what you're doing and you know what you're about and what you dedicate your time to now can you fit someone into your current schedule to your current routine or would you have to give something up i honestly feel like i could now
0: but (laughs) they're very specific times (laughs) Exactly. So, so interesting enough, but I would hope, and this is my perspective, I would hope that that person is just as busy, busy. Sorry, they're just as busy getting after it, after whatever it is they want. If you like art, fucking do it. If you like music, do that. If you love health, do it, do that. And I found myself this past couple of weeks meeting a couple of people that they do love what they're doing. I'm like, okay, you're someone I want to get to know because. You're getting after after you're you're getting after something you want to do, and if you're just as busy, great. I mean, I can only imagine what it's gonna be like in five years when we're five years down the road with music, and then that person's five years down the road with their career because they love what they're doing, you know. Um, so I feel like even with that, the short the short term understanding is very opposite to the long term understanding. Like we we will see in five years where where that sits, you know, where it sits to what we're talking about now.
2: I love that you brought that up because I'm kind of going through the same thing, just meeting a lot of people lately that like, yeah, I really want to get to know you, man. You're really after what you're mm-hmm. doing. You're really digging it. Yeah. And I hope she won't mind me saying this, but uh, like I won't like drop her name or anything. But I'm going on a on a first date with a chick uh, this weekend who yeah. seems to be just really into what she's doing. Like she absolutely loves it. And <laughs> it's like it's it's funny because um, like we've been like chatting quite a bit, but not. Not at all, like, a lot. Like, just a very small bit here and there. Like, enough to leave a lot of room open for conversation um, for a date, you know, which I like. I'm like, okay, we're not talking too much. She's very busy. I'm very busy. Love that shit.
0: Yep. Because before,
2: it's kind of like the definition of insanity. Like, you know, you're doing something over and over again expecting a different result. Yeah. And that's kind of like what I feel like. I've been like doing in the past, <laughs> where you know, you you meet a person and you you just talk too much and it burns out or fizzles out or or you know, and then you go on a date and you got nothing to talk about right. and you know, and it's kind of like one of those things. Like I like that she's after
0: what she's doing. Yeah, I that's fucking good. love that. It's good. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, cool. You got anything, Brian?
1: About my week or about relationship? Well,
0: okay let's 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 go back to, let's go back <laughs> to the origin. Let's go back to the origin. Uh, something. Positive in your week, go. Oh man, I know you've had it rough. We yeah, don't have my, to talk about the, de- the details, but uh, I know, I know, I, I sub, I brought this question up to you. That I was like, yeah. hey, I'm, I'm gonna ask this on the podcast because yeah, I feel in general, it's it's human to find oh this is going on oh this like all this negativity, mm. and I made it a point when I was writing these questions out, I'm like, wait a minute. Let's, let's, let's move from that. Let's, what good came out this week? You
1: know, what, what and positive? I think so when, when we talked, was what, like Tuesday? Yeah. And I already had something positive that had happened. Mm-hmm. And then when you asked again right now, I was like, shit, what was that? What was it? <laughs> what was, what that, was, was that that happened? Yeah, what was that one? But, uh, no, so, so, um, something more recent in the week. I got a, uh, I got like two designs going for some t-shirts that I uh, kind of want to put into Side note, don't forget what you're, what you're going to go into. Eddie,
0: he made these shirts, and I'm going to wear them for our show. So that, that's, I found my clothing line. Like he, already all knows, shows. he knows what it looks like. Except, looks except like. for private show. Except for, like, private. I get, I get the formal stuff. But everything else,
2: well, boom. I'm going to maintain my originality and wear those shirts under a denim shirt.
0: That's fair. Ooh. That's fair. But
2: the denim shirt's going to be unbuttoned, so you can kind of half see what the <laughs> design is. And there's going to be some mystery to it when you're looking at it
1: <laughs> there <laughs> will be because of the design just kind of creeping <laughs> creeping through the that's demo. what i mean yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah i was like damn. anyways go ahead, can, with yeah, your, go ahead go ahead continue you brian with your so yeah what so i got one design um semi-finalized there's one little detail i want to um i want to make i want to adjust and uh and then there's another one that the guy hasn't got back to me with his concept sketch but um at least that's done it's all it's off my to-do list um those are some some positive things, and uh, you know I guess we were talking about first dates and whatnot. Mm-hmm. I didn't go on a first date, but I I'm having some very pleasant communications right now. Oh really? Yeah. So uh, we'll see what happens. Very cool. Very. I mean, I, they're not. Sorry, they're not as deep and detailed yeah, as yeah, you guys. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't need much. Like you know, I like like you mentioned, it was kind of a rough week. So these things are are very very pleasant. They
0: mean they fall through way better yes compared to the other things that are the other things right
2: here's another question well first of all is that your final answer
0: (laughs) (laughs) you submit now (laughs) yes okay
2: (laughs) moving on um what is a negative thing that happened to you guys this week and how did you turn that negative into maybe a positive or how did you just get past it and move on and move forth i can go first if you want
0: (laughs) yeah well give me a second to think about that but Sure. I, I know things have happened, but if you if you want to start, you can go ahead and go.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, well, I guess I'm gonna need some time to think about it too. So, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So no, nah, I've just been dealing with some stuff, right? Um, and uh, I come I come to realize that our current uh, what do I what do I call it? Just our our. Our court system and the information that, that runs through all of that and just, you know, I guess the, the what is it, like the legal, legal stuff? Yeah. yeah, just a bunch of legal stuff. There's so much, inform- there's information going around to so many different people and there's so many things that need to get done and like documents and things have to be handed from hand to hand, system to system. And there's just so much misinformation. And sometimes like it's incorrect information or no information at all so um, yeah I kind of had to deal with that this weekend and um, I uh, the way to like the way that I, I made that better was just um, kind of getting shit done on my own running from place to place and um, just trying to find out all the information that I need to finally get things done right so you know what they say about if you want things done right you got to do them yourself. It's kind of what happened. And I mean, I didn't mind it. It's for my own benefit, really. So got to get things done sometimes. That's fair. I know, uh,
2: I guess for me this week, my big negative thing I had to overcome was just the amount of work I needed to get done that I haven't been getting done that I've kind of, in a way, been putting off. just by either making excuses like, oh, I subbed all week last week and I just kind of need to have a day to sit back. No, that's what Sunday's for. So I was like, come Monday, like, need to, come on, get back on the grind, you know? So I just had, like, a whole bunch of work just piling up. I was kind of putting off and just, most of it just, like, email replies and um, text message replies that were important, like, uh, pertaining to, like, um, available dates to play a solo show or something like that, which quite honestly, like, isn't something I prioritize very highly anymore because I try to keep the band busy. So, um, but, you know, like, nonetheless, like, I need to, you know, make these replies via email, via text or messenger or whatever. And I'm just kind of, like, just over here putting it off. And I was like, man, like, the rest of my life would be a lot fucking easier if I just, like, sat down for a minute, made a to-do list, and just went down it, you know, and worked it off one by one and just shed it out, you know. So really, I guess the negative thing I had to overcome was, Myself and 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 tiredness and laziness that's fair. more than anything, you know. So just uh, overcoming all of that, and I actually became because of it a, a UPC barcode buying expert.
1: <laughs> um, <laughs> yes, yes, that's yeah. true. Yeah.
2: So I guess I I'll I'll just go ahead and break this down as quickly as possible for the sake of time. But uh,
0: so, Brian even adjusted his seat. <laughs> yeah. Take notes, everybody. Yeah, Get
2: listen. a pen and a paper ready here. Pencil paper. Um. So, I had to purchase a UPC code, um, which is like a 12, 13-digit code um, that usually, typically, is converted into a barcode um, to make on products, to make them scannable, and, you know, it gets registered in a database at, a, at, like, a Target or a Walmart or wherever it's being sold. So, you can also convert it into, you know, QR code or whatever kind of code you want, you know, and it just gives your product, like, an identity, like an ID, pretty much. Right. And so... I need one for the artwork for my album. Okay, so the artwork for the album is like pretty much ninety nine point nine percent done. So we're just kind of in a, in the editing process of it. And when I say editing, I mean like that name was spelled wrong. Like <laughs> so, it's it's pretty much done, and uh, just needed those little corrections and the barcode. So which is great uh, that it's almost done because I can finally move forward with some um, with some you know releases and and announcing the big news and stuff about when the date's going to be. And, uh, you know, all that fun shit to do. And so I needed to get this barcode for this artwork. So I usually would get the barcode from my online um, aggregate, which is like the middleman, which is TuneCore, CD Baby, which we've talked about on this podcast before. Um, It's an aggregate. It's a middleman for um, independent artists like myself um, being able to sell, um, you know, distribute their music online, like on iTunes, Spotify, um, Amazon MP3, Google Play, all that kind of shit, you know. So it's just a little middleman to get your music to them faster, and you pay um, these middlemen, these aggregates, uh, you know, a service fee and whatnot. So I personally use TuneCore. And what I would do is I'd you know, upload all my work into TuneCore and get it electronically distributed through them or digitally distributed through them. And they would assign my product a UPC code. And from that, they can also give me the what the barcode looks like. They'll convert it into a barcode, and then I have that forever and ever. Okay? So that's what I would usually do. Here's the thing. I am not ready to register my current work with TuneCore yet uh, because um, I'm still kind of in between like two or three potential release dates that I'm trying to work around. So I'm just kind of trying to see, you know, what uh, what I'm working with and when's going to be a good time. So I'm still trying to decide that. Um, just by the way, it's looking like late spring, early summer. One of those two things, I promise. So... I don't want to upload all my information yet, and that's the only way I can get this UPC code from them is if I upload all this info and get the release actually started, which I'm not ready to pull the trigger on that, right? So I need to find another way to get a UPC. So I start researching UPC codes and how much they cost and whatever, and I find some that are like $5 a barcode. I find some that are 50 I find some that are 75 I find some that are like $100. i am like, well, what's the big fucking deal? Why are some like 100 and others 5 What's going on? And so I finally stumble upon this website, um, it's, um, uh, the website for this company called GS1. They used to be called the, C- the UCC. And this is a nonprofit, and I say nonprofit with very heavy quotation marks over it, um, nonprofit organization that businesses pay upwards of $200 or more a year to be a part of and this nonprofit business issues them, um, you know, mass quantities, like in the hundreds of thousands, um, of unique barcodes. Okay, so basically, if you want some barcodes, you got to be in with this company. All right, but I don't want to pay two hundred and fifty dollars a year. That's bullshit. I don't need hundreds of thousands of barcodes. I need one barcode. Thankfully, there's already smart enough people that already started their own businesses that realize they're small business owners like myself that just need a few barcodes at a time sold to them individually at a reasonable price. So in the late 90s, early 2000s, these companies arose and they started selling barcodes one at a time. But they would get these barcodes from the UCC, from this nonprofit organization, and uh, they'd buy mass quantities of barcodes and then resell those barcodes one by one to small business owners like myself, okay, at a reasonable price again, okay? So once this bigger nonprofit company caught wind of that and they didn't like it anymore, they started making uh, the agreement a little harder. So in 2002, they made it harder uh, for this to happen because now when you buy barcodes from them, you have to pay every year to renew those barcodes. So it's an additional fee. Again, not something I'm interested in doing. I want this to be a one knockoff thing, right? So I want a good barcode. So a good barcode is going to cost me a little bit more because I want a barcode that's from before 2002 and doesn't have to be renewed yearly. Right? So I ended up going with buybarcode.com, paid $75 for one barcode. All right. The best part about this, this is the greatest thing Amazon backs um, this website, buybarcode.com. Amazon backs them, eBay backs them. Um, trying to think of what else. iTunes backs them, Washington Post backs them. Uh, Wall Street Journal has given them credibility. And um, Hakeem Olajuwon, all star NBA player <laughs> from a long time ago. Hakeem Olajuwon is the first fucking thing you see on their website. And he's like, I support buyabarcode.com because of their professionalism and ability to get me a barcode really fast for a really reasonable price. And it's just like laughing my oh, ass shit. off that Hakeem Olajuwon <laughs> is on their like front page. Okay. Anyway, so. With all this being said, the barcode biz- the buying a barcode, the, the barcode selling business, is a very baffling business to me. It's a very interesting business model, and how there's no government regulation on this, I have no fucking clue. And and trust me, listeners, when I say this is just the tip of the iceberg on this business. I just gave you like a small breakdown of what's really going on. There's so much more behind the scenes, behind the curtain that I'm um, just not going to get into for the sake of letting my uh, fellow podcast um, hosts um, you know, get to their stories and their things. So I'll just kind of leave it at that and kind of tie this back to the whole point of me saying I was putting off a lot of fucking work and being my <laughs> own worst enemy. So I finally sat down and did like an hour's worth of research on buying a barcode, and I feel like I got a good fucking deal. And Hakeem Olajuwon <laughs> has my fucking back.
0: <laughs> nice. Very cool. So I had a similar.
1: You bought a barcode?
0: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I bought a barcode for all my crap. Um, Similar, I guess, example to you that's just in the sense of, uh, well, okay, I wasn't procrastinating, but by Sunday and then going into Monday, I was just feeling very burnt. Uh, We had the two shows in a row and uh, other things that I'm doing. As well, um, even some of my scheduling kind of switched around, so my, my day was moving around because of my scheduling w- was switching as far as nine round goes and whatnot. So by Sunday Monday, um, I'll be honest, I was I was doubting a lot of things, you know, a lot of things that i had been doing. So then I talked to Brian, and he's like, Hey, you know what? Hold up, let's 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 talk about this. Let's let's try to let's try to maybe even if we don't find an answer, but at least lay it out and see what it looks like on paper. So that was earlier on Monday. That was earlier in the day on Monday. Mind you, okay, mind you, I'm, I'm substituting on Monday. I, I, I substituted yep. this past Monday. But luckily, it was it was a fairly easy class as far as, like, what I had to do with them. So it wasn't difficult. And it was reading, so I, I do enjoy reading now. So um, it was easy for me to get through the stuff. So all my spare time went to analyzing myself and why I had these thoughts. And basically, by Thursday... It seemed like everything had answered itself, because then I had answers. Because because mm-hmm. Friday night when sorry Monday night when me and Brian uh, met up for a while, because he's like he's talk about this, so I said okay, and I you know I picked him up. We went out to Starbucks and we just chilled for a while. And he's like, all right, what's going on? And I'm like, okay, this is what I got. So I basically what I called the monkey mind, which I stole from Tim Ferriss, and I just laid out everything that was happening through me or anything I was thinking about. And literally, it ranged from like Cornell notes of why I don't like Cornell notes and then going into, and then that, but that led me to questions as far as like, okay, and I'm, I'll probably get into this in a little while with you guys as far as note-taking. So that was one thing, Cornell notes. And then, and then I start, so I went back to the basics. I was like, okay, I am trying to, trying to use value, right? So I said, okay, what can I give to myself? I said, health. Okay. So that was one thing. And I said, okay, what am I, what am I going to give to others? I said, my time and my optimism. Because right now I'm not being, at that moment I was being very not optimistic, very pessimistic. So I said, okay, like that's what I want to do, so why am I not doing that, right? So I, I was just laying this foundation and from there led to, okay, why am I doing this podcast? Why am I working? Why am I doing what I'm doing, period? Like I, it was, for me, it was that deep. It was like, why, why what's the point? I, I lost I lost sight of that. I was and like I said, by Thursday, Wednesday, Thursday, it came down to I was just burnt. That's all it was. So, so then I started answering why, and one of the thing, one of the topics that came up with me and Brian was, uh, mentors, and because mentorship is important. So honestly, like, it's, well, 2016 was filled with Jocko Willink, retired Navy SEAL, Tim Ferriss, the human guinea pig, Sam Harris, one of the smartest people in the world. Uh, even a little bit of you no know, DeGrasse Tyson, we kind of mentioned his name, astrophysicist. That's also one of the very, you know, one of the smartest people in the world. So I was like, okay, like, um, I am using and applicating stuff that, that I've learned from them and those are the people that I call distant mentors. I'm like, because I do, I feel like I may preach a lot about staying in the valley and my reasoning is that there's work to be done here. Like, work needs to, like things actually need to move. I feel like you know, we talk about maybe talk about complacency and certain things here in the valley, and it's okay. Like let's let's move from that. Let's not have you know that. Of course, people come to the valley and like oh it's they didn't they didn't know they didn't know the valley existed quote unquote right, but it's like no the valley is a place. So with all that all that in mind, um, I got very into my head. So then I started just answering those questions, and from those questions I did I developed more questions that then led up into the podcast, and so uh one thing that i that's why that's why i brought up okay hey guys what how was your week what what positive came out of your week because mine was you know very like i pessimistic but just laying it all out and being able to see it's okay here's the answer oh here's the answer oh here's another answer so then leading up to today everything just feels way great and there's a video that Brian actually sent me was it yesterday we sent me that that video of that kid
1: it might have been Yesterday? Yeah, it yesterday? It was morning. Yesterday. Yeah,
0: cause yesterday morning, yeah, because yesterday morning was very slow, so I got a ton. Of, by Thursday, yesterday morning, Thursday morning, I was just good to go. I wrote three pages worth of stuff that I've just learned, that, I'm, that I want to learn. I wrote it down for the sake of, like, starting to subconscious, subconsciously put in my brain. But from there, Brian sent me this video, and it's this kid, 19-year-old entrepreneur from, where, it, Brian? Uh,
1: England, somewhere.
0: Okay, he's from, let's say like the U.K.? I think Rottingdam, yeah. Okay, the U.K., this kid, which I'm not going to Jesus, because you you need to look up look him up. I don't even I don't remember what his name. You know his name? Uh,
1: you can look up Mars Bar M A R Z B A R, and he's got three channels. His uh his vlog his vlog channel he updates religiously every day by twelve p.m. central. He's he's got his uh his videos up. Um, a lot of a lot of good information. He he focuses mainly on like tech, but uh, uh outside of that, like he's, he's got a bunch of information on you know entrepreneurship, uh, photography, um, filming. Just look him up. He's 19. So yeah. Brian sent me this video, and he eventually
0: got way deep into tech where I was like, okay, I started losing interest, which made sense. Like, okay, that makes sense. But he start, basically started off with taking your foot off the gas every once in a while. And and while I'm very anti that, I'm really against that because I, I feel like... I, I'm trying to just fill my brain up as much as possible before I can't anymore cuz it's inevitable inevitable at some point that that happens. So I'm just trying to just like go go go. And it wasn't until yesterday that Brian sent me this video and then when I got out of work that I was like I was just burnt. So yesterday was also the first day that I didn't work in evening like for the past 2 weeks I have been working, you know, day and night at the gym. Plus any substituting gigs, plus music gigs, plus editing podcasts, and everything else that I do. Which, I'm. It's not. It's not complaining. I'm just telling what I do because I. I. I enjoy what I'm doing, so it's not hard. But then when you know I can barely stay up for an extra hour just to edit the podcast, and I'm just floating away because I'm, I'm. I am like I said. This is retrospect where I was tired. You know I was burnt. So from then, from that was Monday, Tuesday, and even then, like Monday, Tuesday, I still substituted. I still needed. I didn't. I didn't start editing until Tuesday night, which is very rare. I try to start at least Sunday after the guys leave or Monday. I start, you know, just hacking away and you know getting it out of the way.
2: You mean editing the podcast? Yeah. Okay.
0: Sorry. Yes. Yeah. Editing, editing the podcast. I usually start Sunday night after the guys leave, or in this case, because we recorded Sunday, so, so Sunday after the guys leave or by Sunday night period, and I wasn't able to because of uh, we recorded the podcast and then I, I just went I basically just went to sleep I didn't even stay up that late either so then Thursday I had all this stuff laid out and I will say uh side note is like I, ma- I made like I think 35 bucks before 8 a.m like and that, that and I'm gonna call that my side hustle you know <laughs> you're good Eddie uh you know, and that's, that's another thing that, that we'll get into another day. <laughs> we'll get into another day. But, you know, and when I was talking to another friend, Danny, about, I'm like, hey, he's like, hey, dude, how's it going? I'm like, good. Like, I felt really good. And I will admit, it was probably like a hit of dopamine. But, you know, I made $35 by 8 a.m. without even, you know, doing much. For me, yeah. at least for me, compared to everything else that I like to do and everything else I want to do. It was just easy, and it's like, oh my gosh! Like I just did the, you know, a lot of people seem make it or get it, uh, make it out to be impossible. When mm-hmm. when I'm like, no, it's it's interesting how if you just kind of like give it some time, it happens. You know, it, it works. So that was that. I'll close it there. Where you know my, my beginning of the week was just very in my head, but it, it it ended up just me being burnt. So then I had to step back, and yesterday, sorry, I didn't finish my Thursday deal so thursday was the first evening that i didn't get to that i didn't have to work or i wasn't scheduled to work so i got to actually come home not go back to work and i took a nap that's what i did for people who are like oh you don't sleep enough i took a nap finally there there you go i took a nap
1: <laughs> three hour nap
0: and i met okay well leading up to that nap i meditated for an hour i took well i guess it was really like an hour and a half nap so i meditated for over an hour i took a nap. I woke up like really extra refreshed. I went to jujitsu, and my brain was ready to work again. And that's what led to you know this morning, and then the, you know the little side hustle that I have going uh, led to that. And then now we're here, and I've had a full day. I've been up since five thirty. I've had a full day, but it's been a great. It's been a great day.
2: Self plug for yourself. What is your side hustle? What you doing? Tell people what you got.
0: <laughs> well, okay, I I go to thrift stores. I go to consignment stores, and I find things that I like. And I try to sell them. Uh, I scratch my own itch in that way. I've kind of learned to not centralize on a market. Now, uh, for me, it's half of that because all the things I sold today were here in the valley, like two people here in the valley. So it's worked out. It seems like maybe that's the direction I'm going to go into. But when I go buy, I don't go with that intention. I go with the intention, okay, is this a saturated thing that's out or is it vintage enough where people want it? Mm. So I did that, and I did that, and these are items I I bought like maybe like last when did we go? M- Me and you, Brian, um, Sunday.
1: Yeah, what, is last is it, Sunday has it, it only, only been Sunday?
0: less so than a five days? So nine, so so all oh. so half the thing more than half the things I bought Sunday, I sold this morning before eight a.m.
1: I already made the money back, <laughs> the money that I there spent. There you go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I already made it back uh, at plus some.
0: Right. So that. So Brian, you know, self plug also like. And I, so what I'm doing with this money is I literally have a little can here and I'll show the guys, you can't, people, listeners can't hear it, see it, but I, I'm going to put that money here and I'm going to see how it accumulates over time. And just to prove a point that it can be done, but also, I mean, it's this, this money is going to something specific with my family, but, um, I'd made it a point to write what I make with that stuff, you know, what with, with what I have to right. sell. That's cool. I find, so. Um, so that that's my little deal. So, um, but it's fun though, cause I hope with the things that I buy, there. But like I said, it's, it's scratching my own itch in the sense like I buy meaningful stuff that's like I'm like oh, this is cool. I, I whether I can actually use it or in the cause in this in the, another example is a cassette. There's a cassette that I bought. I ended up sending it to my cousin. She does not listen to this podcast, so it's okay. Uh, she 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 was like my first purchaser to this morning, but it was a cassette. Of Tim McGraw, and it's the cassette, it's called All I Want, and it has a song, I Like It, I Love It, and, like, some other songs that are, you know, some, they made number ones or whatever. You want some more of it? Yeah. That, that you know, they gave Tim McGraw some hits. But it's, like, stuff like that, like, that's a cassette that I bought, and I'm like, yeah, like, it was like, okay, let me, let me, let me let me see, let me see who else likes this, and it, before, I mean, before 7 a.m., that, that cassette was sold, you know, it was done, you know, I posted it, and my cousin's like, hey, it's sold, okay, <laughs> done. Nice. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that, uh, but like I said, it's, it's meaningful stuff. It's not bullshit stuff. Like as far as bullshit to me, it, you know, it's not, it's, right. uh, stuff that I would enjoy. Cause I mean, cassettes, vinyl, you know, that I enjoy, that's music, that's stuff that I enjoy. So it's still something I enjoy, you know, it's not something that I feel like, oh, I need to hit a too specific of a market. You know, I feel like Brian, I'm, I'm not going to mention the market that you're going into, but I feel like, but I feel like you're on something cause that's not, that's not common. I don't know if you have something, Eddie.
2: Well, Brian, did you give us something about? You did. He did
0: the puzzle. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because he had his things going on through the weekend. Sorry,
2: we've been on this one so long, and I'm like three beers deep, and (laughs) (laughs) it's it's getting there. Getting there. We're good. I'm not necessarily a uh, you know I'm not a lightweight, but I'm not a heavyweight. (laughs) You know.
0: (laughs) Ooh, let me let me tie this room real quick. I I didn't finish my mentor part of my story. So one of the things that I brought up, because uh, how did I even get side-checked from this? So I was talking about Jocko Willink, Sam Harris, Tim Ferriss, you know, Neil deGrasse Tyson. Like, these guys, they are, I mean, for sure in my eyes, they are world, all world-class people, human beings, because they know so much. And even, like, Jocko, who's really, really specific to what to his knowledge, it's, it's so well-rounded that, like, it doesn't even matter. Um, so one question I brought up to Brian was... Uh, you know, mentors, and how I've used these people to be what I call distant mentors. You know, I'll never, oh, because I got into the valleys Talk, that's how, I, that's how it happened. So, I call them distant mentors because I'm using them, I'm using the tools that they give. They give a lot of tools for people who want to learn, listen to these guys that I'm mentioning. Because I know Brian does, Eddie does too. And it, this is stuff that I'm, I call, like I'm going by distant mentors because this is stuff that I'm using here in the Valley. I'm finding ways to use them here in the valley. Now, now that, I'm kind of, I guess I'm being niche-specific in that sense. But I'm using these tools and seeing, okay, how can I help these people? How can I help this group? How can I help these kids that I work with? How can I help in the band? But this is all occurring here in the valley. A lot of people, and I guess that's, this is something that me and Brian talked about a while back as far as, uh, Economics and how economics are changing in the valley, and this was over a year ago. That me and you talked about this, Brian. I don't right. remember, but this was a while back. This was like pre like podcast talk, and like mm-hmm. we were essentially it should have been already a podcast. <laughs> you know, I guess I guess in retrospect, yeah, it like it, that that's sp- specific time that we talked, it could have been a podcast one time show. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> uh, definitely. But uh going back to this, it's like I'm using these things here, and man Okay, so moving on to a new mentor. Uh, the conclusion was okay. Who else can I get a mentor? I'm like, man. Well, if I go into like Tony, like even Tony Robbins, I've gone, into, I've dove a little bit to him, and he's real specific to like the human, you know, physio, uh, psychology and whatnot, not physiology, psychology. So I'm like, man, it's it's. I struggled with it a lot, cause it, in the end, it's like, okay, I needed, I need a new mentor. I even if it's a distant mentor, cause I was like, okay, who here in the valley can I, specifically a mentor who can help me, and who cares, right? Now, I feel like Tim Ferriss, Tim Harris, like, all these guys, like, they do care about their audience in the sense of, like, the material that they put out. Because of the material they put out, they do care about the people. They, they, they want foundation. They want uh, substance to, like, the people. You know, they want to add substance to people's lives, right? So, I was like, and this happened kind of overnight. So, then, Tuesday morning, I said, I got it. I need to go back to music. It's been a while since I've had a music mentor because all of 2016, I focused on being a leader over a manager. That's all I focused, about. All I focused on was that and health. It was those two things. And it was good. It's, it's I feel like it's done a lot of good for me. And I've been able to spread a lot. At least what I've learned, I've been able to spread as best I can and be as you know thorough as I can. But it, it was like, okay, I need to go back to music. Okay, there's, there's answer number one now sub answer to that is like who well tuesday morning eddie you sent me that video on justin i say last name but justin i was like there it is i'm like i'm gonna learn everything that he's been everything he's done because he's been on everything from cody johnson records to chris jansen records now eddie's record
2: no way he's been on cody johnson records
0: yeah the uh he's been on one uh gotta be me or cowboy like cowboy like me or gotta be me no one previous to this current one, whatever that is. Cowboy Like Me, I think. I think okay. it's Cowboy Like Me.
2: Motherfucker.
0: <laughs> yeah, he played on that record. I don't know all of it, but it's on his credits. It's on his credit on allmusic.com.
2: Well, fuck me.
0: Yeah, so so, uh, so I said, so I looked him up. I looked, I looked up his credits. I'm like, hey, he, he's even done some like Christian music, like probably there in Nashville, but he's even done some Christian records. I'm like, I'm very interesting, interested in that because what I do know about Christian music and lately as far as praise and worship is their pedal boards are very exotic like the, the the delays they have the the reverbs all this technology all these pedals that they have are like you know 500 600 dollar pedals that I'm like I probably won't have on my board but I know what they're doing I don't know the guitars but I know what the guitars are doing in that industry and I I while I do tell it, some of it into what I'm doing with Eddie um it's very maneuver it's, it's malleable like er- everything's malleable but I I study praise and worship guitars heavily like I do study them Cause they, they're to me, they're very creative with stereo amping. You know, using two amps, using two microphones for the same amp, uh, different microphones on the same amp, all that stuff. I learned, I learned from them more than I learned from seeing people from Nashville or even the recording studio. I learned that from them.
2: That's very interesting. Did you also learn how to use a church hall reverb from them? Nah, <laughs> that's a joke.
0: <laughs> right. I can, oh, I can give the my little tale. So I use a church reverb. Going just music real quick. Uh, I use a church reverb, but because that to me that's the easiest. Setting that I can go from like super dense reverb to like very audible where it's just it's just enough to carry carry over to the next note you know with the a note. twist
2: of just one yeah knob.
0: one knob versus changing the whole setting because there's church there's tile there's loft there's all these types of types of reverb now if it, when I have it on church I all I move is the how much is given of the reverb and with that I can get I can get a lot I can get tail ends of like different reverb with just that one reverb. The way it works, so that's going that. But so going back to Justin, that is my three month project. That's that's my three month project that I hope to tail into into the whole year. Uh, We'll see what happens. But for I'm, I've now, had to simplify myself and not thinking of the year. And what I'm working on this year, that's that's new is a three month processes. So in three months we'll see where we're at and we'll see where I'm going to proceed after that. I like it. I like it a lot because it's even tied into the now this is going back to a few episodes ago where I started drinking my tea. I'm still on it, it's way past the 15 day. It, it's, I think it's 21 days, so I think it's three weeks ago that I mentioned this tea that I'm testing out. Well, update, it absolutely kicked my immune's ass and I got a cold. Like I
1: essentially
0: I oh, blame it on the tea because it wasn't but you know day four, and I was just out. I was wow. out on the count. It kicked my ass so much I had to go to the doctor. And, and I didn't anticipate it, but I didn't change anything but the tea. All I did was add the tea to my diet, essentially, to my body, right? So it absolutely kicked my ass. So I realized, okay, I need to stagger it. I need to find where I'm going to drink this because I still want to test the tea. And because I haven't, I haven't lost weight, but I've seen uh, body comp change. So it has been doing what I, what I wanted to do. So, you know, and actually I actually had a client that's aware of this tea. She's like, how's it going? I'm like, I haven't lost any weight, but there's a little bit of body comp going on. So I'm what I'm doing now, my conclusion now is I will drink this tea during meals to sub for a flavored drink. And then um, now, like, if I have a meal that's not at home, then I'll drink at least 30 ounces before I go to sleep. And then, so I'm going to test this out for three months and see what happens. Okay. So that's a month in, and that that's where I'm at right now as far as the tea goes.
2: Man, a uh, a student of mine brought me some, an older student of mine. I should clarify, like not like a like a <laughs> nine year old student, like brought me this thing. But um, no, an older student of mine brought me a probiotic tea. Okay, uh, what what's it called? Um, kombucha tea? Kambucha? Cambucha Kem- tea? Kambucha tea? I don't know.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I I feel like I've seen it, but I don't know. I've seen. What it entails? I'm not
2: a super health nut. I don't know how to pronounce it, but it's <clears throat> it's like that. You'll get it if you know what it is. But and it, it it has a lot of probiotics in it, so it has like like, you know, just fermented, you know, bacteria or whatever the scientific explanation mm-hmm. would be, right? But it has all this, you know, good bacteria that's good for your gut and like it helps you clean out your system and shit. Yep. Right. Man, I drank sixteen ounces of this fucking <laughs> tea and it changed my life. Like it it man, you feel that shit work. Like I
0: felt clean. Nice. After well, that's good, that's that good. Tea. That's good. Uh Note, listeners, you know, testing. Even even this, even though Eddie may have gotten it as a gift, now we can test it, you know. Uh, now, there's another tea that I drink on a daily basis. That's Jocko White Tea. And I gave Brian a ton of it because I just bought a 100 packets. So I said, taste it. I said, try it. And he's like, uh, he wasn't expecting the amount that I gave him. I gave him, okay. I think, like 20 packets. I'm like, because you need to test it. I'm like, you need it like, now that now that I know you're on this tea, so I'll let you continue with that tea, Eddie. Going back to it real quick so continue with it's that expensive. tea. That's
2: expensive. I don't know about <laughs> that. <laughs> okay,
0: well okay, I'm I'm saying like use up whatever you have. I, was it like only a one time thing or like Yeah, was it, it like, was
2: it was just in one um serving. It was a sixteen ounce bottle. Oh, so he brought
0: you a sixteen ounce bottle, like try yeah. this. Oh okay. I thought I thought maybe he gave you like a maybe like you can make it or something. No. Nah, oh okay, 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 okay. That that makes sense. So maybe I'll we'll it's tell also into like this. ten
2: dollars a bottle. <laughs> Dang. Yeah. But does it work? Well, it definitely felt good. I wish it wasn't so expensive to like drink and eat healthy. I think something like What's that. What's up with no, that?
0: No, okay, because the thing is, because of how good it works, this is my. This is only my. Maybe foresight. you
1: won't need it so often. Yes,
0: it's the same thing like crowd therapy. It's like other things, and like what I learned with this tea, where it absolutely kicked my ass. In four, it was supposed to be a fourteen day stint of this tea, and I absolutely by day four I was fucking out for the count with a with fever and cold mm-hmm. and shit, and uh, so maybe that. So, you might want to try. Even once a month,
2: maybe I guess. But I mean, I feel like back to normal now because since then I've eaten like KFC and Popeyes and Oh, there water you burger. go, that,
0: that part. <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> So I feel like my regular good old unhealthy self. But um, man, I definitely want to have it again. Definitely don't want to have to spend ten bucks every time I do well, it. Well,
0: uh, man, I don't. I don't feel like you have to do it as often as you think. I, feel, I think you can stagger it out. And but see, that goes to your day eating too. That's true. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, <laughs> that I'm, that look, I'm not that look. <laughs> it's the Eddyism look. So, so but but and I'm what I'm gonna tell this into real quick, I'm, I'm trying to get off track. We're gonna stay on this track of teas and sampling and stuff. But it goes back to my client, the one I talked about earlier where her kids needed like incentives. She needed an incentive. Right. You know, so in this going back to this before I lose it is, you know, the incentive to to eat. Consistently, you know, or or even then, like I tell people, okay, maybe you can't eat healthy every day. Can you eat healthy three three days a week? Like three full day, three meals, three days. So that's nine meals, out of let us say okay, let's say you ate. Did you drink this drink? Let's say let's say Monday, right? So then it actually
2: m- was on Monday.
0: Okay, so Monday, it takes about twenty four hours for your body comp or your body to chemistry to kind of adjust. See what see what see what happens. It adjust. It obviously something you it reacted in a way that made you feel better but let's say you can let's say you ate bad tuesday night ate good wednesday ate bad thursday thursday ate well today you know if you stagger that you still might have good results but it goes back to go, doing doing that you know maybe you don't eat healthy every day but if you can at least stagger it if you can make it a point you know for me it's a very conscious thing. like okay what am I eating right now? And lately, I mean, i I, you know, late, you know, get out, you know, 10 o'clock at night or whatever we're doing or whatever I'm doing, you know, it's just a late night. So I'm eating, of course, water burger. I, I mean, I, I'm just guilty, but I'm very conscious of it. And, you know, that's a whole different thing. But going back to you, Eddie, um, I don't think you have to uh, drink that drink every day. If it's that strong that I work within 24 hours. That's that to me. That's some serious stuff, and you know, you'd have you'd want to stagger that, even if it's every other week, or maybe the days you get paid, you know, 10 bucks on that, like specify that those that every other week, you know, yeah, to help clean up.
2: Another um, super healthy drink that I had this week that I got a lot of shit for from my coworkers. workers. Um, so, I work at Music Academy, right? That's where I teach uh, my voice lessons out of, I teach through them, yes, and uh, so that's based in McAllen off of 10th Street, and so across from. Um, Our location is the Green Owl, so it's Mm. a um, vegan, um, you know, super healthy kind of deli, and they make a lot of stuff in house and uh, and sell it back to you. So one of the things that they do really well is they uh, like press their own juices and their own mixes um, and all that stuff. They make a lot of their own drinks and they uh, refrigerate it. It Goes bad in like four days. Mm. So I hope they're turning a profit on it because it's really good shit. Yeah, but I uh, I tried one that. (laughs) <laughs> just kind of popped out to me as what seemed like an interesting flavor. It was cashew nut milk with chlorophyll and moringa.
1: <laughs> oh chlorophyll <laughs>
2: and moringa. They're knock you out. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, you know what? Fuck yeah. We're doing that. <laughs> Again, this is like a sixteen ounce bottle, but they hand they hand make it in store. They hand press that yeah, shit, they, you they know? Do it there. And it's uh, you know, so it's pretty pricey that nine to ten dollars and, and whatever. But and I was like, fuck it, we're doing it. And uh, <laughs> went back to work with that in my hand. And like, my coworkers were like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, <laughs> you're really? You're really drinking that shit? And I was like, I know it sounds crazy that they figured out how to get milk from cashew nuts, <laughs> but <laughs> they figured out how to find the udders on a cashew. <laughs> anyway. Um, I, I can go continue. Yeah, but I, yeah, as crazy as it sounds, it was fucking delicious. And I'm willing to bet it's fucking healthy as shit too. Cashew
0: is very low in fat, very low in uh, like carbs and stuff, and then it's uh has a decent amount of, of uh protein. I whenever people ask me about milk, cause I I now drink zero milk, cause it prevent it 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 increases your time of of uh, soreness, cause it it increases inflammation in your in your body. So milk makes that longer, makes that stay longer so I stay away from milk now people who say oh I need to have my milk I do recommend cashew or almond uh, those two are the to me they all have fats, they all have you know carbs and stuff but those two are the best bet for like the protein content in ratio to fats and carbs so yeah absolutely when you say cashew I'm like yeah that I, I concur I concur for your trial
2: yeah I just can't believe they found the udders on a cashew <laughs> And that's the last time I'll ever make that joke, I promise. <laughs> okay,
0: side note real quick. So have you, you guys seen The Ranch on Netflix? Yeah. And then where do you find the tit on the almond?
2: <laughs> show me where you find the tit <laughs> on an almond. <laughs> the oh, first man. Thing What's his name, Sam Elliott? <laughs> Sam Is it? Oh, my He's God. so good, so dude, funny. so good.
0: <laughs>
2: that's a great show. I can't wait for season
0: three. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Hurry the fuck up. Well, Matt. Okay, let's let's go into this real quick. So, so, so shows on Netflix that have people on their toes, the person or the well, no, the mass people watch the whole season, and now they're on suspense for a whole another year. Well, I.e., Stranger Things.
2: Yeah, I was gonna say Stranger Things and Daredevil. At least for me, mm-hmm. and um, what's that other one? House of Cards. Mm. And I'm trying to think of what else, but man, they have so much shit. Um, before I come into this segue for this Netflix thing, I'll let us kind of go on this for a little bit. Go for Um, it.
0: Well, uh, to me, it's people being distracted by that.
2: Oh, that's not where I was gonna go. (laughs) I I know, I know, I know, I know.
0: So I don't know if you want to go, but I don't, I don't want to go too deep. I don't want. It's just, it's more of a comment and an observ. I now call it observation because I've have to make myself. I have to make myself realize that everybody has their thing. Yeah, and it doesn't matter. But it really doesn't like the so way what
1: I told you about my boss it was like anything outside of work is a waste of time. Yeah, you know, right, but right. You
0: can spend it however you'd like. Right, right, absolutely. So I, I've come to that piece in my mind that you know, uh, where you know, I'm, I'm still trying to flank people, you know, but for the better. I mean, I'm just, tr- I just want to be more productive. I want everybody to be, more, be just a tad more productive. But my thing is, the mental state that people get in, like, str- and my reason is a Stranger Things. That's the one I probably have more clout on as far as like oh I can't wait till season 2 then they announce oh not released until 2017 so they're just having like the worst day ever like it's one of the worst things ever because Stranger Things is not coming out for another year and it's like come on let that. for me my argument is let something worse be your worst day you know like not that it's, I don't want that to be to happen but if that's your wor- if that's the worst case scenario for you like that's pretty damn good life
2: I think people get over it pretty fast though I don't think it's like a lingering thing Okay, so I was going go to go the complete opposite Okay, way. go 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 ahead, go <laughs> ahead. I feel um, like let's let's turn- you
0: burst
1: Eddie's bubble. <laughs> you're getting around. all excited about well, the show. That's why go. I did,
0: I just want to bring up this observation because I feel like, okay, you're going to be in suspense for this show, and uh, it just it takes up a lot of time. Go, Eddie. Go. It, it,
2: go. it does, but the great thing is you can totally get it over with within the matter of a day or a little more. I've
0: gotten that answer.
2: Yeah. Go ahead. You can just binge it. Get over with it. <laughs> let it out. Get
0: on with your life. Um, but see, oh man.
2: Unless you're like me and like you pick a show that has like 15 seasons, <laughs> like Parks and Rec, and you're just going and going and going and going and Let's going. Start from the
1: beginning. Yep.
2: <laughs> and then rewatch it because it's so great. Um, no, but Go okay, ahead. I want to get into this. um You probably don't at all expect where I'm going to, but. There's this new Netflix original movie that they've been showing previews for. It's coming out at the end of March. I think March 31st, actually. And um, I think it's just called The Discovery, mm. if I'm not mistaken. And the premise of this is that a guy has, um, has proven that there is existence of an afterlife. So as a result of this, um, millions of people start committing suicide. What? and it's and it's causing the world to go into turmoil so,
1: oh, man, I wish I
2: had more information about that. I really want to watch a that,
0: That's a show I'd be, I'd be
2: waiting it, It's on. not a show, though. It's a movie. Oh,
0: so, so yeah. it's just like, oh, shit. Yeah, so, yeah. you, so it's
1: not going to take a, a whole lot of your time. Yeah. <laughs> well,
0: besides that, now, okay, well, now that I'm interested, like, this is a topic I'm interested in, it's like, okay, if there's only one movie, like, oh, my God. <laughs> but see, it's yeah. that mental state that you get put in by this like, by these things, you know? That, yeah. But, well, interesting. Keep going, keep
2: going. It really got me thinking, and I was so far into my thought, I'm like, what if like heaven is just one part of afterlife, man? What if you die in heaven and there's like another stage? Like, after you know? That. And then there what if there's another one after that? And then yeah. another one after that. Yeah. Or what if you like, you know, your soul's damned and you go to hell and then there's mm-hmm. like another hell after that. Ugh. But, <laughs> you know, scary shit to think imagine
0: about. Imagine well, imagine you get to redeem yourself and then at least Or that. You know, you get to like, uh-huh. hey, Like, you're going to be, how can you make the worst situation in the world, in possible thought, in possible thought process, how can you make, do, and get through it? And then, if saying there's another, there's a next level of whatever, where you can potentially go up from there, I mean, that's also a scenario. But I like that. Yeah.
2: Yeah, that, uh, that preview just really blew my mind as like, oh, shit. Like, people would really lose their minds if we could absolutely prove that there was an
0: afterlife. Man, that's, that's, that's deep. That's a deep thought. Cause I know, man, I feel like there's a lot to live for. Like even with that knowledge, like with that possibility, I don't know. I, I, I personally, at this moment, I wouldn't fret with that. I'd still want to live and like experience like now, you know, the now. And I think that's, that's kind of, I mean, we're not going to go deep into it, but it's kind of a stoic thing. You know, we're going like your reality now and like different things like that. So that's just, that's just me. Like I, I know i I still want to go to Alaska. I still want to go do this thing. You know, I still want to go do things, you know, here, now, in the in my time now. As very right. human. At least being a human being in this time and place.
2: What's so funny is, well, you brought up um, stoicism, mm-hmm. which is something I feel like we're all very three um, interconnected about. Yes. My brother has discovered what nihilism is because I told him what it was or what it is. Hmm. And um, so he's, like, just, like, Total nihilist lately. It's so, it's hilarious. Because I know he doesn't actually feel that way. At least I think he doesn't. So far, yeah. I'm right, pretty right. sure he doesn't. But now that I've explained to him what nihilism is, he just
0: drops it everywhere. Could you explain it in like <laughs> two, three sentences?
2: Um. Well, with the whole um, overpopulation of the earth. Um. So we were running some errands earlier before I came over here to your house for rehearsal and ultimately for this podcast recording. Yes. But so we were around town running a few errands. Um. You know, we had several things to do. He had to go to Barnes & Noble to get a book, and I had to go to work to get my paycheck and, you know, just a whole bunch of shit. And uh, so in the, in the car rides from place to place, we were, you know, just, you know, listening to podcasts and then just talking in between and stuff like that. And, you know, it's kind of bullshitting. And, uh, you know, somehow or another, our conversation leads to China and how you're only allowed to have, you know, one kid there. And then, you know, well, they recently changed it to two. Oh, so really? now you're able to have, you know, up to two kids, you know. And, but they're very overpopulated and, you know, uh, very overindustrialized. So, um, you know, there's a lot of smog in the air, and so they're now they're starting to focus more on renewable energy and not killing the earth and killing their own space because yeah, yeah. it's linked to a lot of uh, increases in, um, you know, the number of their countrymen that get chi- China number of their countrymen that get cancer or you know develop some kind of uh, termi- issue. yeah, terminal illness or anything like that. Uh, So they're trying to, you know, work back towards being a green country and and hopefully maybe trying to cut back on the population because that does contribute to global warming as a whole. So I basically brought it up to him that, you know, wow, like China is basically like a small scale example of what would happen if, um, you know, if the earth kept, you know, populating and just getting, you know, an increase in number of people. Um, living on the Earth at a time, and we're all sharing resources, and we're all sharing space, and it's just going to get extremely fucking difficult
1: yeah, yeah.
2: if it keeps going the way it's going. And so he's basically like, "Yeah, that's why people should die." <laughs> 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 he's like, "That's why China is setting a good example, only letting you have two kids at a time or one kid at a time." Like, you know, he's just such a nihilist. He's like, he's like I mean, like, at the end of the at the end of the day, like, you know, we're all going to die." This planet's gonna die. <laughs> like, we're gonna have to find another planet. <laughs> you know, he's like just all nihilist to shit lately. It's so funny. That's
0: so. I've never heard of that, but that's very interesting, and that makes your funny that much more funnier. Yeah, he's he's a
2: character, but know, it, it's good. it's great because I know he doesn't like he doesn't think that. Like I know he doesn't, or at least I like to think that he doesn't <laughs> fully believe to that. that
0: point. Yeah, where he just falls into that. I mean, because think about it. Sto- like stoicism, Nihil- you know—it's a state of mind. It ultimately becomes a self-state of mind. So
2: in a, in a way, they're kind of similar. Yeah. Like as far as stoicism is, you know, living in the moment, and nihilism is kind of just like not life is meaningless.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
2: You, well, it, it's meaningless, so you might as well just do whatever. Right. You know, it, it's it's in some way kind of related. Yeah.
0: yeah. There's there's parallels. There's definitely. It yeah. seems like there's parallels. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, fucking just, nihilism. That's one of those things that is just funny. It's it's just something you laugh about, in yeah. all in all things.
2: It it like <laughs> makes me think of the Big Lebowski. It's like uh, when they're like at the fin- one of the final scenes and they're like fighting the German electronic musicians or whatever. Yeah. And then uh, Donnie's like, ah, oh, like like do we gotta be like worried about these guys? And then. Um, what's his name? Walters like no Donny. These aren't Nazis. These are nihilists. We're we're fine. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: never got that. I never got that. That's uh, so good. That's
2: uh, so funny. Man, the funniest thing about these podcasts to me is like I like never have any recollection about how we got to where we're talking about currently.
0: I yeah I don't get to that until I start editing. I'm like oh yeah that's fair. Oh yeah oh yeah. I don't but that's only me. Takes... You guys don't get to hear until yeah. I. Re- I don't product. think
1: it takes much for us to kind of segue into something else, yeah. though, so that's why it's so, like...
0: We've been on a good stride today. Uh, I, I, Last week, I on a, you know, I personally was really busy with things, you know, like, I'm going to reiterate, like, things I enjoy. So I'm very busy, but stuff that I like doing, right? So leading up to Friday, we had Josh, Josh Turner. Saturday, we were in foul. Sunday, we recorded, and then I had my <coughs> full day of uh, other things I was doing with my family leading up to the podcast recording. And then Monday, Tuesday, substituting and blah blah. blah. So I know for me, uh, I felt like last Sunday was kind of difficult mentally uh, to get through the podcast. At least that was me. Uh, so then leading to Monday having doubt about my, you know, about just my contribution and whatnot. And then, uh, but once I started, li- once I started listening Tuesday night, I was like, hey, there's some like cool points that I had forgotten. You know, initially forgotten about it because. I was like I said, feeling mentally burnt by Sunday, and you know, we're. I feel like, I mean, maybe we were all tired too, but listening back, uh, going back to the initial like question statement of you know this podcast and our segues, um, I definitely felt eh, I was questioning just myself. I was just questioning everything, but uh, good. And I feel like today we're 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 moving. We're moving. It's good. It's good.
2: Hmm. Man, doubt. Um, is really what you're kind of getting at there that's kind of really um, striking out to me in a, in a yeah. big way. Because this past weekend, I was going through a shit ton of doubt. Mm-hmm. Like, a, just a lot of it. And, I mean, I kind of constantly am in a way. But, man, that's a... Uh, doubt is like a like a whole other realm of just hell.
0: Well, I was going to say... What I was going to say is, like, it's just... It's also just being a human. You know, coming in and out of valleys. And whatnot. And not to get too deep, but, uh, you know, you had yours, and it had to do with music, and I had mine just with the podcast. You know, our, the podcast in the sense of uh, material and my my personal contribution to what it was. Because then we were talking about value. You know, we brought, I brought up value, and we kind of telled in the whole podcast to value. So I was like, man, you know, I, I lost sight of it. I, I honestly lost sight of all of that. And when I finally got to talk to Brian Monday and started writing and just getting my, writing down my monkey brain so I could see it, and then building towards, okay, you know, reestablishing my foundation, reestablishing my why, and how I'm going to do that, you know, leading up to today, and like I said, it's only built up to today where I, you know, I've been up since 530, and I actually, for this podcast, I actually had it here in the whiteboard that the guys can see, but I had the full, I had it full, and I've already started my Sunday, my Sunday to-do list. But you know, I'm leaving a three-hour window open up for this open for this podcast because it's like, well, maybe we'll end early, maybe we won't. Either way, I'm at least designating at least three hours to what we're gonna do today tonight. There you go. So, you know, and it's all good. You know, it's all good until you know the next time. But whatever. Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. Do you
2: guys, um, by any chance, go see A Cure for Wellness, the
0: movie? I haven't been to the movies nope. in a while.
2: Yeah, since,
0: since when? What movie? Did we go see twice? Passengers. <laughs> that's that's where I saw in the, in the theaters. Passengers.
2: So you were saying about, like, I guess, were you saying Sunday was the day that you realized you needed to just kind of slow down?
0: Well, it was more, it was it was building, in retrospect, I should have started Sunday. But Sunday I was just feeling burnt. Okay. Like, earlier in the week I was feeling burnt until I started, and leading up to the video Brian sent me on Thursdays when I, re, okay, I need, I, need, I need to stop gotcha. for a second. I need
2: to so, stop for, a second. for me, Sundays are the day that I do Shit. Like, um, I'll still try to get up early and not waste my day. Like, I'm not going to fucking sleep in or anything right, like right, a teenager. Right. But um, even though I do sometimes guilty. <laughs> but, like, I typically try not to waste my day. And I'll get up and I'll think about, like, you know, small little errands I have to do. Like, I got to get gotta go get some food from Walmart or I got to do my laundry or, you know, something like that. Mm-hmm. But typically, it's a day that we're getting out of a busy weekend of gigging. And I'm I'm tired, you know, like from... You know, driving us to Corpus or driving us to Palfurius and back or whatever. And, um, you know, I've got a lot of caffeine in my system and it finally crashed out. And, and, you know, so, you know, my body's just feeling kind of weak and kind of tired. But it's just a good day to just relax. And I've really, in the past year, started to use Sundays a lot more to just decompress. Mm. And one of the rituals of this um, decompression, if you will, is me and my brother typically go to a movie.
0: Mm.
2: We usually go watch a movie. And so, this um, this past weekend, we went to uh, go watch A Cure for Wellness. Mm. So, um, it's, it's not up there in popularity as far as I'm willing to bet that a lot of people listening right now either have no clue what it is or only know it as that really weird and really vague preview they saw when they went to go see the other movie. Gotcha. So, um, you know, it's just kind of sitting there in the back 40, if you will, and... Uh, in my own opinion, it was one of the most beautiful fucking movies I've ever fucking seen. Like it just—it was so original. A and B. It just had a lot to tell in a you know in a really unique way in a in a really profound way. And uh, it had a message that's just kind of really been missed lately. Um, upon all of the uh the superhero um you know phase. Yeah, if I got gotcha. you. Will. Yeah, yeah. But so I'll, I'll try not to spoil too much of the movie. But in the grand scheme of things, the theme the movie is trying to get you to realize is that you shouldn't use your life to, um, you know, like better your career for the sake of financial gain Mm -hmm. and, uh, and use it for that sense, you know, for materialistic things. You should be using it to help yourself and help others get through the world and get through the negative experiences of life in a you know, in a human just, way, in a yeah, decent get, way. Yeah, just get... You help them get just through it. get yeah, through yeah, it through
0: it, Yeah, I got you, got you. Uh,
2: but I, I don't know, like, what you were saying was just... It just kind of really got me thinking about that because that's what we're really, in my opinion, on this earth to do is to just help each other get through it.
0: That's good. Uh, yeah, well, honestly, even... Well, honestly, Sunday, me and Brian, I, mean, I, I took my ruck and filled it up with water, and we went out for a couple hours. So, like, we went to go exercise, yeah. essentially. Uh, so, like... You, my Sundays have not been that, cause um, because my schedule is so. There is no lopsided. There is no. There, are, while there are some parallels as far as like routine, like I do some things at the same time. Everything else around those specific things is very lops. Like it's one way. It's either yes or a no in the sense of, like okay, every other Sunday I have my cousin right. So this Sunday I have my cousin. So we have we have an agenda. There's, there's a we have our Saturday. We have our Sunday morning agenda. No matter what, and then from there we—that's when we usually catch—we'll catch a movie, we will go out to eat, you know, we just hang out before I have to take him back home. So that's that. But even this past Sunday, um, I don't—I—I I sleep in, in the sense of okay, we got home at 4:30 in the morning, so by let's say by five, I actually go to sleep, and then I think by eight or nine, I was already awake, and I was texting Brian like, "Hey, dude," because you know we had—we already planned, you know, the day. It's like okay, there's you know we're gonna do something on Sunday, and that was that, and so. My, what I'm finding out is if I ever feel burnt or if I feel doubt, maybe that's the first sign of, okay, I'm getting, I'm getting burnt. So I need to find, I need to make, I guess, find time. I need to make time to at least give myself 24 hours, you know, uh, which led up to Thursday. Thursday I finally, like, okay, I, I need, you know, I took a nap and like, I, I, I'll be honest, I, I almost feel guilty about it, but I, but then when I woke up, I felt better. So I was like, okay, Andy, like, st- stop. Every once in a while, I'll just stop. And because, right. like I said, 90% of the time, I'm just going. And those temp- that that 10% of the time won't come until I've absolutely maximized my 90%. And so, you know, it's built up to that. And Who, I, who knows when it really started, you know, because I feel like it takes a while. But, uh, yeah, like I said, even, like, Sunday's not my de- decompression day because Sunday – I made plans with Brian. I made plans with my family. We then recorded the podcast that night. So I, I had a full day ahead, you know. Even even though it's Sunday, but then you know, leading to Thursday, I said, I said "Hey, okay, let's let's take." Well, I, I mean, I only took maybe fifteen. I took a foot. I didn't take a full twenty four hours. I took like fifteen hours off. Where when I got done with jujitsu, I was ready to roll again. Like I was just ready to go. I was re, I was rejuvenated. I was ready to go. So that that's 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 me. Like I said, I know this podcast. I feel maybe sometimes dives in a bunch of different directions and at the end it's like you know I'm a, we're also giving a piece of ourselves to hopefully help and if and if, okay and this is going to tell into another thing is that if you need help ask my favorite thing is being asked a question now I love being asked questions because you sometimes I don't have an answer and I'll be honest like oh I don't have the answer but I'll find out for you or you should ask this person and a quick example is Brian uh, sometimes Eddie will get back to me sometimes Gonzo will get back to me hey there's something financially that they need to get with Brian. I always throw everybody to Brian. Whether they whether you guys do or not, that's ultimately up to you. But I always rec- always have a recommendation when it comes to stuff like that. You know, um, I always send them out. Uh, there was an example that came up earlier. Uh, oh, actually, Music Academy. One of my clients Wednesday morning, no, yesterday morning, Thursday morning, said, hey, you play guitar, right? I was like, yes, blah, blah, blah. We continue a little bit. She's like, can you teach? I was like, honestly, ma'am. No, and it's not that I don't enjoy what I do, but I and I I didn't, I, didn't, I try to be as unrude as possible. But was like I have other things that I, I'm prior to, prioritizing right now. I, I'm I'm not gonna make space for teaching because that's a whole other element that I need to learn. That I'm teaching in a different way, but not specifically guitar. Guitars, it's kind of my it's kind of my it's kind of kind of egotistic kind of like self-centered, but it's that's my thing. I'm still learning myself. Right. So I was like, but I know who you can go to. I said music academy. I'm like I trust them I'm like my friend works there my friend/ boss works there I'm like his boss David uh, I recommended uh them and I told and she's like who and I, I told him David and, you know I gave him the last name so that was that was that but I I mean that's 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 that you know that that's where I go I, I always give recommendations if there's if there was a question you know I try to answer it and lately like if, it, if, it, if I've been given, like, last week I was given a scenario of, uh, so this person got hired at this new company, and the boss is having, like, he feels like it's a regret because, oh, this guy's not getting it. It's like, well, did you go over all these things? And, and to me, I always start with the leader. I always start with the manager and how good of a leader they are based on their reaction. So it's like, so, th- so my friend who was telling me this situation at, at, at their job I said, well, did the, manager, did the manager do all these things, one through a hundred, right? And most of it was no. I said, okay, well, the manager needs to start there. And, but I brought up the dichotomy. I said, no, nah, I'm not saying that you guys are in the right. I'm like, has he been asking questions? I'm like, he should be asking every single thing. I am like, I know that my boss at Nine Round, he may think, because I, I, I assume that, because the common thing is that everybody says, oh, it's common sense. It's common sense. We've gone over that. In this podcast, it's like it's not common sense to your taught, and I'm like, I would rather ask questions and get it right than not.
1: Yeah, it's better to look like a fool for 15 minutes when right. you ask that question and than the rest of your life.
0: Yeah, and and I know me and Brian have talked about it, even when you I don't know if it's when you first got your position at this at, at this bank that you're at, or but you had you were you were dealing with a little bit of trouble just asking questions because you wanted to get it or learn it yourself. Yeah. You know, so, so that's that's just an example. We don't have to really go deep. But going back to general, like I love being asked questions because then that lets me either come up with more questions or if I have an answer like, well, maybe it's this. You know, I, I at least give a rational possibility what it could be or even possibilities. You know, now if it's too expensive. I'm like, okay, we'll have you know, we'll have another, we'll have a whole separate talk about it, right? But if I can help, I'll help. If I know someone who can help or someone can help you with your problem, I will recommend whoever I know I see fit now that can help you today at this moment, you know, I, I do that.
2: It's hard to ask for help sometimes. I'm, like, trying to think back to a moment where I had trouble asking for help, which is pretty often, so I shouldn't have
0: this much trouble doing it. <laughs> Maybe because you have so many, so many examples that you can't think about. <laughs> Probably. My,
2: my brain space is
1: just overcrowded with moments of where I couldn't let my pride go yeah, I've, I definitely had my moments where I, I didn't want to ask questions. I thought it would make me look just like dumb, like things I should know or, you know, it's just a bright thing. Like I, I want to figure things out on my own. Mm-hmm. But sometimes, you know, you uh, you hurt the organization or you hurt the group by not asking questions. So now I try to get, you know, the things that I don't know, I try to get that out of the way as soon as possible. Start asking questions, getting all the information that I need so that we can move on. Right. whether it's together or so that I can move mm-hmm. on with my tasks.
0: Now, I'm not saying don't try it first.
1: Yeah, Because
0: I think there'll be that argument like, oh, well, you know, I... You know, Let they, me just they, get all the yeah, information they just kind of skip out yeah. on that. It's like, well, no, you should you should definitely attempt whatever project it is first, and then from there pr- proceed to finding assistance, getting yeah. assistance, getting help um, from anybody. You know, really, if you can get pointed at it, if you can get pointed in the right direction, you know you're good to go. One thing that came up at the end of practice, everybody had left, it was just me, Gonzo, and Eddie at the end, and, and somehow this also this kind of came up, but it was in the it was we're talking about knowledge, and you know I think Gonzo or, or Eddie, I'm not sure, someone said you know knowledge is power. We had we had to come to that agreement, and my my sub answer to that is that it's only powerful if you use it. Very you true. Know, you can read all the nonfiction books in the world, and if you don't use it, what I don't I don't know what good facts are if you don't use it. I unless unless you're paying on like a Who Wants to Be a Millionaire or Jeopardy or something. I mean, that's cool. I mean, you can make some cash off of that. I mean, definitely make some cash off of that. But it's useful to my entertainment. Okay. But w- what substance? What's such? I'm a, just. You don't have
2: to go there. <laughs> just a bitch. I was gonna say. I'm like.
0: I will definitely. We can. Get, we will. We can tell this into a. a you know. A seg You know. Segment. As far nah. as that, because. 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 Like, nah. I wouldn't know where to go from there. <laughs> Cause I, it, It's okay. Let it be rhetorical today, but I do want it to be thought about. You know. You. You. If you read. If you listen to podcasts. If you do. A vast majority of things, and this is what I'm gonna tell this into that I just figured out now. So there's a there's an article on Tony Robbins' website, and he talks he he so he softly mentions how much the general person uses on commuting to work, running errands, eating slash drinking, watching TV. So he he gave those four those those four like elements, I guess. So I went a step further and I said, well, "What about podcasts?" I'm like, "Podcasts are now a big thing." I'm like, "All the people I know, minus like two or three people, really, everybody else I know I has listens to listens to at least one podcast." Whether it's Jerry, whether it's Jocko, you know, whatever. Um, there's that, so I'm like, "Okay, that that's where I developed that thought and that question." So, so let me start from commuting to work. You spend about 110 hours a year driving to work, to and from work, right? From there, running errands, you spend about 275 hours a year. Eating and drinking, you spend about 450 hours a year. Watching TV, take a guess, Eddie.
2: More than all of those combined is my guess.
0: I actually haven't done the math, but it's pretty close. So watching TV is 1,011 hours a year versus commuting to work, running errands, and eating or drinking. Now let me bring up podcasts 'cause I found from Edison Research uh scholarly uh what what's the what's the word? Uh when you have like proof. Uh what's it called? Like when you're writing a paper and you have the proof at the end.
2: <laughs> References? <laughs> References there. That, it's a scholarly reference. Thank you, Eddie. <laughs> we we graduated high school, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's all about college too.
0: <laughs> so I, I looked up the podcast, and the average listener listens for about 4 hours and 10 minutes a week. That That's e- it? That equals 13,000 hours a year. That's it? Versus 1,011 thousand of watching TV. Damn. I'm just saying, like, that's it,
2: like that, because I listen to podcasts, like, way more than that a week. Right,
0: and this is the average, I agree, because I I know I'm the same way. I know I listen to way more than 13,000 hours a year. You guys are outliers. Right, we are the outliers that are above that average mark, right? So, it even gives more reason, and more reason for my questioning is, if you listen to more than four hours a week, what use, like, are you just, are you using it or are you not? That's my that's my question. That's my point of view. Like I said, let it be rhetorical. But I know when I listen to podcasts now, I am I am specific. Thursday, I had some free time. I showed Brian. I, I wrote like two and a half hours or two and a half hours, sorry two and a half pages of notes on a podcast of stuff that I will hopefully implement. Or like there was some uh, like referenced books that they that these pe- particular people have read. So I wrote them down so I can read them in the future whenever I, when I make time for those books when I'm done with the books I have but uh, so that's my point of knowledge is power okay if you use it now we gain facts from different things and I feel it's it's important to use that stuff and not just be a a, a sponge that then doesn't release anything you know whether that's spreading the knowledge and helping somebody or saying, hey, you know, this might help you, or wh- whatever it may be. I mean, there's many variables that I can we can tell into, but I do think
1: that the subconscious is so strong that maybe people use that information without actively trying to, you know?
0: Right. That's fair, and and I hope so. I hope so because I feel like there are, there's also that dichotomy that of those that just soak up and it's like, cool, I learned this today, cool, yeah. Well, I learned this today yeah, I'd like to i don't think know. that it's that's
1: impossible me. to. Soak up information, and then not do anything with yeah. it. Because, like... Yeah.
0: Like, Go ahead. Sorry. for No, for no. Well, sentence. just,
1: like, any, anything anything you learn, anything you do, like, you know, at some point, it's going to be of need. Yeah. I, I mean, I th- I'd like to say that it's inevitable, you know, that you're going to use some type of information that you've learned, whether you're actively trying to or not. But I w- I'd like to think that, you know, an opportunity would arise where, you, hey, you know what, I... I learned this, or I saw this, or let me apply this. You know that I heard on a podcast a couple of years ago, or whatever. Going off
0: of that, because you're you are the, you are always the optimistic person when it comes to this stuff. When I'm fighting myself, so g- g- based off of that, I ho- I hope that's true. Yeah, I just hope that, that's all. I hope I hope that that is fact. I hope that's a fact, not just a perception or observation. That you know, I hope it's
1: well. True. It it just doesn't make sense to me for people. To <laughs> To, right. to listen to things or, or you know obtain all this information and not use it.
0: Exactly. Me too. No, I I compl- that's why I'm I'm, I'm cl- I completely agree. I just see you know the latter of it of people just not using it, even subconsciously. You know where it, right. maybe it doesn't maybe that though that f- those four hours they spent listening to what podcast is not applied in some way even even over five years it's not applied. You know that 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 because to me, this is going kind kind of deep into the health thing real quick. Um, the average like your brain basically stops growing like somewhere around I heard it was twenty five, and then I've heard different things now. Dr. Rhonda Patrick uh, she was on Joe Rogan recently uh, that I heard her, and you know where I think it was twenty. She said twenty one. So let's just say the space is twenty one or twenty five where you start, in fact, losing mass, brain mass. And of course, there's way to prolong that, which is exercising. Uh, extended exercise, you know, extraneous exercising, uh, pushing yourself to new limits, trying like learning new things helps you helps you actually maintain the brain cells that are deteriorating and then build new ones. So whatever old brain cells you have, you maintain those, and then you you by using your brain, you then create new cells, right, in your brain. So given that, like I said, I'm just tying all that together, where I hope you know, to me it's detrimental because for me. I, I think this had a lot to do with my sudden, uh, just, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? My sudden just run in, uh, not run, my sudden dive. Dive. Okay, we'll use dive into reading and just absorbing. Because initially, this wasn't Dr. Rhonda Patrick, but initially I heard that your brain starts stops uh, growing and then starts deteriorating at 25. And I heard this like in the summer, so I'm like, "Oh my god, I have like six months to absorb as much as I can." <laughs> and that's where I read Power of Myth, and I read Extreme Ownership three times, and I listened to a bunch of podcasts, and then dove into Sam Harris and Tim Ferriss. And even then, I'm, I'm more in Tim Ferriss now. Like this was I was it was mostly Jocko podcasts and reading. I was just reading, reading every single day, every single second I had spared, went to reading with the mindset of, "Oh my god, oh my god, my brain's gonna stop work stop." uh growing at 25 and i just want to soak up everything and honestly i've come to see that there are different variables that get altered in the brain at least for me but there's way there are ways to mitigate that which now like i write more things down i i then do things uh not do things like let's say i have a I have something in my calendar on my phone, but then I write it down too. So I have two different ways of putting it in my subconscious so I can retain it, you know. And that, that's as far as I want to go, but in all in all, knowledge is power. Use it. Spread it. Teach somebody. Let them use it. Do that. I mean, that, that that's my perspective. That's what I, I want to encourage people to do is. And then from there, one of the questions I came up with was, do you have enough incentive, value, purpose, in your job to minimize your distraction of social media and television. Say that again for me, please. This is okay, th- th- we will we this is kind of segues to another element. Do you have enough incentive, value, purpose in your job, occupation or, you know, enough to minimize your distraction from social media and television?
2: I would have to say yes for the television part. Here's the thing that gets tricky with the social media. So a friend of mine just actually sent me this this meme earlier today. I'm totally going to have to pull it up. Um, <laughs> it has Batman in it, so, you know, it's definitely cool. Yep, Batman is scratching his chin. And the thing he's thinking is, when you want to delete your social media, but remember you're an independent artist and this is a source for marketing.
0: Yes, so yes, I, I, I'm not arguing that. It's,
2: it's totally kind of part of my job, whether I like it or not.
0: Yes, 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 but all the extra stuff with social media.
2: I guess, a, yeah, okay. That, that I uh, get it,
0: because that's, only, that's the only reason in 2017 I have social media accounts.
2: But even then, it still kind of tails in, as much as I hate to really fucking admit it. Like, it really tails in. Even whether it's my music account or my personal account, there are people that are fans and that buy my music no, that yes. are associated to both. Right. So whenever I'm posting on my personal account, it kind of just feels like it's an extension of my artist account.
0: Right, right. Yes, that's part of that. That's that part of social media is part of your job description. I'm talking about the distraction of either drama. Cause this actually came up with a, with a client today. Uh, drama. Cause I was like, Hey, what are you doing? And she's like, Oh, I'm just a Facebook. I'm like, what are you reading? I'm like, Oh, just the drama. I said, okay. <laughs> I'm, I, and I didn't say, I, I said, okay. And I walked, I walked off cause I, I, I just, just, attach, just walk away.
2: <laughs> Reminds me of someone we both know.
0: So, so, so that, you know, and, uh, so I'm not disagreeing with the work, because that's, like I said, that's the only reason why I have it. Because we need, we need that. You know, we need that. That it's the primary reason is there. The secondary, tertiary reasons. That's what I'm talking about. When I, when I, when I developed this question, I said, now if you, now let's say you spent, you know, what, how, like how many hours? I mean, this is I didn't, I didn't look up social media because I, I missed it. But okay, you, spent a thousand hours on t- TV. And an average of 13,000 hours on podcast. Social, imagine what social media is. And I'm going to look that up for next time. I'm going to write this down so I can look it up for next time. Because I'm talking about the extra time. I'm not talking about posting for shows or, or maintaining a website or uh, sharing a, a show date or something. I'm talking about the extra stuff. that I'm talking about the actual distractions. I'm not talking about the work part. Yeah. Because I know I get caught up in it sometimes. Like... Um, I, it happens. You know, we we start scrolling, and you just scroll and you scroll, and there's what there's nothing there. Uh, what I did starting today because of this question, I I used to have my notifications off. Well, in retrospect, I never I didn't think about it, but that's what led me to opening the app more. Is having them off so I'm like, well, let me see if I've gotten a reply. Well, now I turn them on so I can see is it important? No, no, no. You know, I, I just I don't even open the app anymore. And this goes for Instagram, so uh, Snapchat, all of them. I now turn on my notifications for that reason. Cause at least they pop up. I can see if it, if it's important or it's a message. Okay, cool. If it's not, I have no need to get distracted for these five ten minutes that I'm going to use on social media scrolling than I would, you know, getting some more type of work some type of work done. Hmm. So that that's what I, that, maybe let it be rhetorical. Um, honestly, when I created this question, I have another question too. Um, I didn't. I really want them to not be rhetorical, but I, I like that you said something so that I can further explain what I mean by this question. And for people to hopefully think about that, you know, uh, a lot of time is used on social media. And while there's reasons to do it, there's, you know, um, I'm, ta- I'm talking about the reasons to not, the drama, the negativity, that thing gets stuck in your head. Um, subcon- and that also, like like Brian's argument as far as sub- the subconscious, it's it works with that too. Negativity and watching different things, reading different things, it, it plays a big part in subconscious. So I, I do believe in that. Um, but I'm talking, like I said, I'm talking about the stuff that is not productive and valuable to your work. So that's why I put the incentive value purpose in your job. Now, if it has, if it's purposeful for your job, then okay. But if it's not, get off, you know, and, and I get, now I get communicating with family. I have a cousin that lives in Alaska. I talk to him once a week, maybe, which is cool. Um, and I'm glad he, because he used to not have a social media, but now he has social media, so we can communicate. I haven't seen this guy in years, but at least we communicate. Um, so I, that's maybe that's an exception, but I still feel like a lot of people are on there, not doing, either they're not communicating with family that's distant. Rather, now like if you if you have family that's like in town, what I'm encouraged—I I know I'm going to work on this myself—is, God's dinner. Ask that family member that you only see on social media, you know. If you are, if you have them as friends or whatever, like you know, n- I mean, t- you know, go out for hey, let's let's meet up, let's catch up in person, you know, because uh, then that goes into like just talking and communicating with people, you know, going out to a public setting, you know, I feel like there's a lot of uh, elements and variables that uh, tail off from social media that you know, there's a lot of positive, but I'm talking about specifically when you're literally scrolling and you didn't do anything productive for that, you know, those ten minutes. That's all I'm saying.
1: Fair enough, my friend. Yeah. Fair enough. I totally get it. But there are those times, I guess. Well, not not that there are those times, but if you're only going to use social media for work and to communicate with family members who don't live with you, then what the hell are you going to use it for? What's the point of social media? I think it's just another form of entertainment. Current and events, maybe? That, or that, or
2: that's, or uh, that's my only, um, I guess, devil's advocate play to that is the current events thing. Yeah. Um, especially because lately I've been seeing a lot of live feeds for, like, Donald Trump's address to Congress. Mm-hmm. That was a live feed that was on uh, Facebook for however long it lasted. And so it's like, well, kind of becoming a viable source of, um, well, now I want to take back the word viable what, uh, with what <laughs> I'm about to say. But it's, it's kind of becoming its own source for news. And that's cool to think about, also kind of
1: scary to think about. Yeah, but that's... I think, in general, that's where we're heading with yeah. with media. Like, it's it's moving away from, you know, your traditional television mm-hmm. and into the palm of your hand, to your device, yeah. where you see all your social media, you know? Yeah,
2: it's nuts. Think about the progression of uh, of the media for a bit. You got, like, printing press, newspaper, books, whatever, um, anything that was printed and had to be distributed and then read, yep. you know? And then you had radio, I guess, would maybe be the next... Uh, mm-hmm. You know, big landmark. It was faster to get the communication, yeah.
1: to get the information across.
2: Yeah. And then uh, after radio, you had television.
1: Television, Right. And then color television. That Ooh. was just so innovative. Yeah.
2: Can't, can't wait for that. Um, Eric. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> Couldn't wait for that. Couldn't wait for that. Yeah. And um, so color television. And then after that now, you have what, like the internet, I guess, would be the next thing. Yeah. And then now that we have the internet, the next level, I guess, is kind of a subsect of the internet, but social media
0: well that and one thing i I don't know who brought i don't know if it was gary vaynerchuk or somebody but they're talking about how the amazon echo and uh, google home is part of like the ai thing yeah so like voice recognition is the next thing that we're dating to because the thing is about social media is that it's already being used because it's in the palm of your hand right now when you have echo amazon you don't need your hand yeah you say Hey echo can you order this for me hey echo can you do this for me hey google home Will you remind me to wake up at 7.15? Will you wake you me up You can ask them
1: for, like, what's on the news, and they'll read you headlines. And then I think you can ask them to, like, elaborate on it, and they'll read you, like, an article. Yeah. I mean, I know you can do that with Siri now. Like, yeah. you'll ask something, and, and she'll start, she or he, depending on, whatever, you what, know, voice your voice setting. Your setting. Yeah. <laughs> um, he'll, he or she will start reading, you know, what's on, what's on the news or whatever and, and tell you, update you. So and I think Gary Vaynerchuk said that you know it's all about convenience. We're mm-hmm. we always want that convenience. The net most so now thing. that we're at you know social media and smartphones and everything, you have the whole world on essentially the palm. Yeah, in the palm of your hand. Yeah, of your hand. Um, well, what if I don't want to use my hands anymore? Mm-hmm. And that's the next thing, you know, right? Voice recognition and AI.
0: Right. Yeah. It's 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 cool. I mean, I wonder at what point I'm gonna fall behind of technology because like i i enjoy it i i enjoy the innovation mm-hmm. i enjoy the, the thought i enjoy the creativity but i don't have an amazon echo i don't have any of that stuff you know like not can't. yet all
1: oh, right all oh, right not yet right absolutely at some, at some, at some point, point it'll maybe. it'll be because for me like it's kind of the same thing. i'm not gonna spend 150 yeah. on the little machine that is gonna you know free my hands when i can I can physically do, do these it. things, right? Right. But maybe eventually it gets cheap enough, and I'm just like, yeah, "Why not?" And maybe I've I've got other things to do that I don't want to use my hands to look at these things. Yeah, yeah. Maybe I'm doing something else that I just kind of want to. Hey, you know, Alexa, tell me what's up. Like, yeah, right. While I'm <laughs> yeah. while I'm using my hands for something yeah. else. So, so yeah, yeah. I definitely say not yet because I'm, not, no, I'm not I'm not I'm uh, not opposed to to the idea of where we're heading or right. where Gary Gary Vaynerchuk said we right, were heading. Where
0: uh, one thing I'm, I'm going to just say real quick is I know for me on a daily basis is that if I'm listening to a podcast or if I'm listening to something and I'm taking notes, like, I need to be in that thing. So, like, you're saying, like, Alexa, give me the news and, like, I'm doing something. I probably won't do that because I haven't – maybe I haven't adapted to that, but I feel like, I feel like I'm going to miss something if I'm not paying
1: attention. And I think one thing about that is that we're millennials. And what I just mentioned about, you know, kind of doing two things, or multi-multitasking yeah, yeah, is more of a Generation Z thing. Yes. And it's going to, and as as generations go by, like, we're going to keep adapting because we grew up with different technologies and, and you know, different, um, just different atmospheres. Like, the world that we grew up in was, was very different than the world that, you know, the next generation grew up in. Yeah. We grew up in, or like... I think the, the article that I read was something about, like, we grew up during a recession, so we're a little more frugal. Mm. And, you know, we had to wait for dial-up internet and stuff. And, yes, yes. The, and Huff, now Huff,
0: Huff, the Huff Post, right? The Huffington Post? One? Yeah.
1: yeah. The, the eight key factors yeah. between yeah, millennials that. and Generation Z. And yes. there were just so many things that made sense. Like, you know, Generation Z, they're they're a lot more global. They have more in common with their peers in other countries than with people that live in their area. Mm-hmm. Because they're more connected,
0: right? Right? Yeah, yeah. Instantly, like they were born with that connection,
1: right? Like they, weren't, uh, they didn't have to wait for dial-up. Therefore, like their their expectations are much higher. When something takes too long to get here, or for something when something that takes too long to happen, they think something's wrong, mm. because they they never had to worry about, hey, let me wait for you know my dial-up to 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 get connected. Yeah, to connect or whatever. So they were born into into a world with faster technology and and you know right. and Wi-Fi and oh, like we were talking about instant gratification. Mm-hmm. Well, they're even even more, more instantly yeah, gratified, more. and when they're not, they feel like something's wrong. So
0: crazy. Okay, I'm gonna bring up the SAT example real quick. Mm-hmm. It's like with that, like they think something's wrong, but it's all the pr- it's the perspective. In that in that sense. In that sense. Yeah. You know, where But that's their perspective yeah. because that's <laughs> so that's crazy. What they yeah, grew right. Up that's what with. I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Like, this was very neutral compared to compared to the topics we actually talk about with the S. A. T. example. Mm-hmm. So the SAT example, this guy, Adam Robinson, who is the co creator of the Princeton Review, is basically the guy who's cracked the SAT and thanks to him you now have the Princeton Review for the SATs and all the other tests uh that they that they help, you know, help you study for. So um He had just graduated college, and he wanted to be a writer. So during the time that he had kind of dove into being a writer, he needed some income at the moment, right? So he started substituting – or he started substituting. He started uh, tutoring. Tutoring, sorry, yes. He started tutoring for the SAT. So he started off with one girl, and basically the concept was at the time – was that after she did her review, she got all the easy questions right, all the medium questions right, because she was very smart, but she got all the hard questions wrong. And he and it's so crazy because he asked her, okay, for this question, why didn't for exa- for the sake of sim- simplicity, why didn't you pick A, B, or C? Oh no, sorry, why did you only leave D or E uncro- uh, unmarked? She's like, well, I know that A, B, and C are wrong. I know that A, B, and C are not absolutely not right. So the last two were D and E. I thought it was D, so I went with D. Well, in the case of I, I need I need to I, I I I re-listened to it, but it's kind of it's kind of deep in how we he further explained it. But basically, if you think it's this answer, choose the other one. And he brought that. Up in the sen- in the sense of, let me see, let me try to find it real quick. My
1: notes. Yeah, because she chose one answer because the other one didn't make sense.
0: <laughs> that's what it was. Okay, that that's what I was trying to get to. my... because like, I know there's there's something with it didn't make sense. So, because the other answer didn't make sense, that's why she didn't choose it. But yet, that was the right answer. It was all about perspective, and and it's it, he and he also calls it the X factor. There's an X factor that you haven't yet figured out that someone else has figured out that then makes E correct instead of D. So that's why we're talking about like this. and That's where, I mean, we talk about other things because we, we now, I kind of now use it like on a daily yeah, basis. you can kind of apply it you to can anywhere. Can, yeah, right? you can kind of... Well, ca- this doesn't
1: make sense. Well, why doesn't exactly. it? Exactly. Find if you, that factor that exactly. makes it make sense.
0: So I need to find the name, but there's another world-renowned business person who literally reads the newspaper to find the things that don't make sense. And there's an example he gave in this podcast where... He, Starbucks opened in Mongolia
1: oh yeah and he took his private jet he took his to private Mongolia jet over to, to see why to see
0: what because like don't they drink tea and he went on right or, or yeah doesn't go like yeah. in Mongolia don't they drink tea so he went over it because and then like he got there and everything made sense because he was now there so now there was clarification he found the X factor and now there's a Starbucks and now it makes perfect sense for him so that's all week I've been <laughs> I've been applying that since like well since I listened to it I think like Tuesday, and then I wrote notes yesterday, and then me and Brian got to talk yesterday a little bit before before no, it was Wednesday we talked about it yeah. for a while, but either way we talked about it, and it's like oh my god, what if the opposite is true? <laughs> like, it just it opens up a whole nother tale of variables essentially. Well, the thing I think about
2: a lot trying to apply that to, so I was talking to a friend uh, that is from North Carolina, and we kind of got into politics a little bit. And she was basically saying, like, you don't understand. Every person here in, like, the fucking county I grew up in and, like, in the surrounding counties around it, like, every person thinks that Islam is out to get America. And and so we were just kind of talking about that and uh, and that reality, I guess. Mm-hmm. And I just, I, I still have trouble taking her word for it, but she swears to it. Yeah, yeah. And and I have so much trouble taking to that, and uh, she's basically just telling me like, well, you don't understand like you didn't grow up like in this community, you didn't grow up like white, like you grew up Hispanic, and I was like, yeah, and I was like, and now I think about it, like I, I grew up Hispanic. Not only did I grow up Hispanic, I grew up Hispanic around a shit ton of other Hispanics. Yep. I didn't yep. grow up in a in a uh, society where I was You're a minority. The minority. You know, yeah. we may. Hispanics, I say we, Hispanics, may be the hun- minority, um, but here in the Valley, sure as shit does not feel that way. Yeah, this geographical all. area.
0: they yeah, are not, right. Um,
2: but, uh, uh, sorry, I was going to go into go that a little further. Ahead, ahead. Um, yeah, just thinking about that X factor of, of, well, why doesn't it make sense to you? Well, it doesn't make sense to me because I'm not from North Carolina. I'm not from there. I don't understand what she's talking about. I didn't grow up where she grew up. And... Um, and I started thinking about how true, or maybe not how true, but how, um, you know, that might be able to fit into someone else's narrative. Right. You know, and uh, and various people's narratives across the country and why we're at such a um, misunderstanding with each other. You know, it just seems like we're butting heads more than ever as a, uh, as a society. You know, it feels like we're more divided than ever. And I guess you saying all this now just has kind of got me thinking about, why were that divided? And and I feel like we're so divided because we're just so, um, uh, we're at such a contrast to the point where we don't have a perspective for the other side's argument. Like, we just don't. And why don't we? Why is that? That's strange to me.
0: Yeah.
2: Like, you know, that it really, uh, it really freaks me out that we don't. Yeah. And, and maybe a lot of it is because uh, some people just choose to shut some people out and not even give them a voice. Yeah. You know? So th- there's no um <clears throat> there's no quench for understanding there, you know? And that's uh that's probably the biggest fucking problem. Yeah, understanding
0: think. and and it can go as, it's as, it's also as simple as ego, you know, in that case where it's like, you know, beyond the the labeling of liberal and conservative, you know, ego is for, goes for both parties, you know, for both people, you know, whatever the whatever the circumstance. Um but yeah, no, yeah, it definitely, but that, that's, the, you know, I I feel maybe in, in the case of politics, it it's the same thing where the opposite is true, but that also makes sense. Because if the opposite is true, then liberals should think conservatives are right, and conservatives should think liberals are right.
2: Yeah. Man, it just... It really baffles me, man. Yeah, you say yeah. you saying all that just really got yeah, me in my own, it's a, it's
0: um, a, in my own. And dude, because I mean, I've been thinking, I've been talking about it since, or talking slash thinking about it since Tuesday. When I told Brian, I was like, "So imagine this scenario." And when we when we flipped it and said, "Because this doesn't make sense, that means that is the correct answer," that just changes everything for everything you've ever learned.
1: <laughs> I, I forgot what I said, but I was like, "That's that just opens up a can of worms." Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, damn it. Well, there is
2: a, a political cartoon that I saw the other day where um, two guys are standing on opposite sides of a six. So one guy, when he's looking down, is seeing a six, and the guy on the other side is looking at a nine, right? right? And, um, and so they both think they're right, and they're telling each other that the other one is wrong, right? Mm-hmm. And um, so that's the, I guess, like initial political cartoon. Well, someone made a separate political cartoon using that same thing and scratched out Um, what it had said originally and I think what it said originally was even though I may see things one way um, doesn't mean I'm wrong and it doesn't mean I'm right and just because you see things the other way doesn't mean you're wrong doesn't mean you're right and so this person who made this new political cartoon out of this had scratched that out and said no there's only one way to look at this and it's a logical way you got to think about who might have put that six or that nine there is it facing anything? Like, is there a reason why it might be a certain way versus the other? So basically going into what we're just talking about now with the X factor of the perspective, right? What are you missing? Um, what is that piece of info that you're missing that is keeping you from understanding what it might actually be? Right. That's exactly right. What the real right. thing is. That's exactly right. right. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. Yeah. That's exactly right. So it's it's either a six or a nine. The person who put it there is not did not intend to, uh, or at least in this hypothetical situation, did not intend for it to be both. Mm-hmm. They meant for it to be one thing, yeah. and we've got to figure out what the fuck it is—a six or a nine. Yeah. You know.
0: Yeah. So no, that that's exactly that's exactly what we mean with yeah. So so now Eddie, when you hear me and people for people listening, if you ever talk to me in person, if I ever said the SAT example, that's exactly what I'm referencing because it it opens up and. For me, I like because like okay, it just brings up more possibilities to get things done. That's that's what I tell it into Is like, you know, you you can find, you know, uh, look into it, you know, figure, you know, find find out. Not maybe not figure it out, but find out. You know, ask questions, you know, whatever. But uh, yeah, that that's uh, it's a cool to me. It just because it opens up a can of worms. I like it, and what I t- I told you this idiot in Fowl foul last week. I find that I'm liking more and more. I'm not against. The conventional, but I'm definitely trying to push the the walls. We're talking about theory, for whatever reason. It came up, you know, I don't know if it was the break or be, or before we started playing, but we had talked about something. I had dealt with theory, and I said I'm not I'm not saying theory is wrong. I'm just trying to move it one way. I'm just trying to move it more. You know, if we can move it more, what what, what other boundary can we push? And then listening to this SAT example is like, oh hell yeah, like that's like the expect, like hell yeah, like why? <laughs> it for me I mean, that that just gave me like a little a little rush and like, yes, like I I like it. I like, I like pushing boundaries in that sense. Hell yeah. (laughs) I said that a lot this week too.
2: (laughs) Oh man. Me and uh, Justin have been quoting way too much of this one song. Um, So if you get a chance listeners, go check out Lil Dicky. That's Lil spelled L I L apostrophe. New word Dicky, D I C K Y. So he's a rap artist who is approaching rap in a very unconventional way by making comedic rap about his own um, misfortunes, I guess about his own life. Mm. So he has this one song called uh, "Pillow Talking," in which he—it's a ten minutes, ten and a half minute song. Just fair warning, but I it's forgot t- about that it's, song. <laughs> it's totally worth the listen through the whole way um, because it's so fucking hilarious. But so this whole song "Pillow Talking" is just like about him hooking up with his chick. And then they're done hooking up, and now they're just having awkward conversations where they're disagreeing with each other about a lot of things. And uh, God bless, it's just so funny. Um, me and my brother have been quoting this song way too much this week. So when I say, like, hell yeah, like it's it's kind of like a part of the song. Reference to that like, song. Hell yeah, I'm on it. And it just, it's <laughs> part of the song. Good stuff. But um, it kind of ties in, though, um, unexpectedly. I've got to admit, um, I didn't expect to be talking about this song and have it tie into what we're talking about. But the song is about these two people who had this random night of hooking up, and uh, and now they're past that part, and they're just kind of, you know, for all intents and purposes, pillow-talking. So uh, they're just there chatting with one another about random shit, and they just happen to come upon topics uh, that they disagree with very heavily. About dinosaurs, religion, um, veganism, a whole bunch of shit. A lot of stuff, and, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, a lot of stuff. It's just fucking hilarious. It's so great. Um, it'll make you laugh till the end of the earth. It's just, it's that awesome. But uh, but yet, they end up, at the end of the song, just, you know, agreeing to disagree. And instead of, you know, them being really pissed off at each other, and then, um, and then one of them leaving, they just decide, like, yeah, I'd like just... Just have your side of the room, and I'll have my side of the room, and, like, it's cool, whatever, you know? And, uh, again, I unexpectedly get to this point, uh, wrapping it and tying it back up into what we're talking about, um, you know, trying to understand the other person's side of things and trying to understand the actual logical X-factor reasoning behind um you know, uh, a certain thing, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, anything and just anything. living with yeah, it, yeah, yeah, exactly, and Accepting right. that, absolutely. You know? So that
1: song wasn't completely
2: useless. It's not completely <laughs> useless. It's more than anything a great laugh and uh, a terribly true story. It for definitely a lot starts of souls.
0: off. As, it definitely starts off as a great laugh. It's hilar- it's a hilarious song, but yeah, like per- perspective and and time. You know, given I would have never thought of I forgot about that song, but I remember when he, when him and Dan first showed it to all of us and i was like <laughs> it's 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 incredibly hilarious it's incredibly hilarious uh definitely yeah the, the, i do agree it does tie into like this you know understanding the the dichotomy and and also like i think bec- i think understanding that more than likely than more likely than not your end goal is the same right i i think uh as opposed to like oh no you know they have a different perspective but i'm I bring it down to like we both want. In the like, say in this room, for example, let's say we both want that piece of cake, and we all have three di- three different perspectives of how we're going to get that piece of cake. But we all have a common goal of getting that piece of cake, and that's the bottom line. That hopefully, I mean, I I truly genuinely hope that we eventually get there because it's it's crazy. I mean, what 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 our political system is right now and you know just everything going on just everything from from all angles we're gonna close it out here uh we we i had fun i enjoyed this podcast i appreciate you guys um like i said it was it was a it it was a week it was coming you know it was it was a long time coming i felt from monday to today even though it's only been five days but still uh at the moment on monday night it felt like a long time coming i I enjoyed it Uh, i'm gonna close out with this last quote uh, Before you
2: do, go, ahead, go let's ahead. try something new. Go ahead. So, why don't you tell listeners how they can support this podcast?
0: Absolutely. So, support the podcast. We are on SoundCloud, iTunes, SoundCloud, iTunes and Stitcher. Um, I post consistently every Thursday. This episode's out every Thursday. Uh, any uh, uh, handles uh, as far as Instagram, Twitters, Facebooks, all that's in the show notes, and I also leave that consistently. If you have any questions... Uh, I also leave the email. That's where we get our – we call it Podcast Protein, uh, Copyright Eddie. <laughs> and it's great. It's it's freaking awesome because I would have never thought of Podcast Protein. I was like, well, why, why – you know, whatever.
2: I like alliterations. <laughs> yeah, so. It's
0: good. No, it's, it's perfectly fine because we – like you, the thing is that when you do that, we now know that that's what that means. We know it's something relevant to the podcast and we move on. Anyways, so iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, Moving With Life, it's on all of those – Links, also, I know it's in my bio. I know Eddie has in his bio. Brian needs to get on the game, get an Instagram. We'll get there. We're moving there. We'll get there eventually. Yeah,
2: until I'm going to have the, to. Until then, Brian, where can people find you online? Oh,
1: man. Twitter, I suppose. <laughs> at? At Brian Alejandro. I think there's an underscore at the end. At I the always end. forget. It, it, is, <laughs> it is. It is. It is okay. At the end, yeah. So Brian yeah.
0: Alejandro underscore. And you'll find him. Uh, you'll find them. Or yeah. or also go to Minor Eddie's Twitter, type in Brian with a Y mentioned. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm
1: gonna spell that for you. B-R-Y-A-N-A-L-E-J-A-N-D-R-O underscore.
0: Love
2: it. Walker, where can they find you?
0: Me, my actually my I messed up when I made separate accounts and I didn't I wasn't able to use the same name for each one. So my Instagram handle is Andy Walker underscore. That's my Instagram. My Twitter is at Andy Walker underscore lead. They didn't let me get Andy Walker underscore by itself. Those son of a bitches. <laughs> Damn it. I was like, okay, and I didn't want to put a number, and I should have probably just put a number. It would have been easier, but so that's what it is. Uh, Facebook, you can find my personal page at uh, Facebook.com. Uh, I guess backslash Andy. Walker RSB, which even that's a total screw up of my end because I was at a, I was in a band at the time, so I just put that because it made sense.
2: Oh uh, yeah, that makes wow. sense. Yeah, right. It makes yeah.
0: sense, right? And and honestly, I knew I wouldn't be there forever, but I wanted to use. I wanted like it didn't let me put Andy Walker by itself. So I'm like, fuck, I need something right now. Right. So that's another thing, and we can eventually. I I don't know if I've ever talked about like why Andy Walker and the stage name thing. I think we can get into that next time. We can uh, get into that
2: because from there. Um, there's definitely a deeper topic to dive into of identification <laughs> and uh, what you self-identify as. Um, not necessarily um, something really heavy with gender or anything like yeah, that, yeah, yeah. but just what you choose to call yourself has a lot of meaning. goes all the way back to the Bible, and uh, Wild at Heart kind of covers cool. that, too. Cool. Yes, 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 yes. yes. So,
0: yeah. I will need to do my homework on Wild at Heart again. It's been a while since I've read it. but uh,
2: All right, Eddie, what is your social media, Eddie? You can find me on Twitter at Signs 3 That's E-D-D-I-E-S-A-E-N-Z. And then the number three. Uh, that's on Twitter. And then Instagram is the same thing, except there's an underscore between Eddie and Signs. So E-D-D-I-E underscore S-A-E-N-Z. Number three. Also, Facebookable. With that being said, take us out.
0: <laughs> All right. So we will close out. I will close this out with... a quote from chapter two of the go giver and i feel like this ties in really well it's just what well, we close out on but then you know what we're trying to do with moving with life the quote is if we're going to take this walk together we need to start by facing the same direction